Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Call into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What, what are you doing? Oh, what's new? Hey, El Jefe. Welcome into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. That's my, uh, that's my best friend, J-Dubs. Aw. Actually, you're not. I know. That's my best friend, Tommy Bateman. This is the guy I Ooh. sit in the same room with, J-Dubs. And we do a radio show called The Hideout. And we want you to come on into it. 407-916-1041, or star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That is no one's friend, Chunks. He is manning the talk and roll controls. And handling your phone calls at the aforementioned uh, phone numbers, interns number one and intern number two, as they will be splitting time. And I believe we're going to name intern number one sometime tonight. I believe we did come up with a name for him. And uh, we will interrogate intern number two we got to get maybe we can find a name for her through our interrogation that could be good enjoy that um real radio hideout is the aol instant messenger tommy bateman handles that if it's something funny enough or good enough he'll pass it along to me and it get it gets read on the air he also prefers to to chat with hot babes so if you're a hot babe real radio hideout and Tommy Bateman will keep you entertained, yeah. not only on the air, but also on the instant messenger. Enough with the guys and the pictures of guys doing stuff with their bodies. And I, if you feel the need to, uh, warn Tommy Baten, Bateman if he gets a little bit too unruly with you on the IM. Stop. Why would you do that? It's, uh, it's a show I am. I've already blocked several people, so Have you bring also? it on. <laughs> um, so much to get done in the hideout this evening uh, before uh, 11 o'clock. In fact, here's the hideout seven, the seven questions we want to answer before 11. Dubs, what is Bearzilla, and could it beat up a retard? That is the most pressing question. Yes, Chunks can. And we will get to it at some point. I alluded to it earlier, but who is intern number two? The enigma that is intern number two. We will chat with her and see if we can figure out what her story is. Which one of the hideout members has a foot fetish? There is one, and it is strong. And foot fetishes are actually in the news, so we'll go over that. Um, what phone call set Hefe back four years mentally? I got a phone call today, and I won't say from who yet. And Dubs, you were in the room while I was while I was on the phone. Yeah, uncomfortably on the phone. And it was it reverted me back. I almost thought I was past the point. I, for a while there, I thought I needed therapy, but then almost moving here to Central Florida, I thought, you know what? I'm cured. I'm happy. That phone call set me back, so we'll go over that. Did the House of Representatives for the United States of America finally do something right? Possibly. No. What does Bateman want to bitch about? He um he wants to start a new segment, something really positive and upbeat for the people here in Orlando called Bateman Bitches. There's a lot to talk about. So we will get into that as well. 
And uh, what I'd like to start off with, though, is something that's in the news. I haven't been following the trial too closely. Which is odd, which I, I, I haven't either, and I figured I'd be all over this one. I honestly believe that America is um, kind of run its through course with trials. That yeah. or, you're not, or you're not having the... You're not allowed the media attention, but this Michael Jackson trial, I just haven't followed all that much. It's been 10 years of celebrity trials in the news, you know, of stuff you can keep uh, track of, and pretty big celebrities being in trial. And it's getting kind of tiresome. Now, the thing that came out today about the Michael Jackson trial was they were not going to allow the pictures of his deformed member. you who? And then the other thing was, I guess, Chris Tucker took the stand in Michael Jackson's defense. And is Chris Tucker really what you would consider a credible witness? Not judging by his movie career. I don't know if I want the guy who was... Can you understand the allegations coming out of my mouth? All right, what was that? A Chris Tucker impression? Yes. You're the worst impressionist or impersonator in maybe the world. (laughs) Could you imagine, though, if he was getting up there doing this whole shuck and jive routine that he does in every single movie on the witness stand? And is he really a credible witness when it comes down to it? Would you want him to... Didn't he just get in trouble for, like, a DUI or something, too? He usually gets in trouble for something, you know, like uh, something kind of small. You always see him, like, in, like, the the 10th uh, page of the newspaper getting in trouble for something. Or like Usually on, nothing too serious, something with drinking or drugs. Or, like, on SmokingGun.com. Yeah. I bet if we went there, there's something about Chris Tucker that's up there. And it just makes me think, too, if you're resorting to Chris Tucker as one of your witnesses, as I look around the hideout right now, and I think to myself, if I was in a trial and I wanted somebody to testify on my behalf, I think I'd have to go with intern number two. Really? Over the man I've known for six years. Well, you know I'd go up there and run some kind of bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, he touches. Stop. Chunks. I would, uh, I would figure that would be his time to get revenge for everything that I've ever done to him. Bateman, I know, too, has this, even though I don't think he hates me, he would just see it as an opportunity to really screw with somebody's life. So no, I, don't I, think, I don't think he would actually screw with you. I just think he'd go up there, ah, I don't care. I don't know. I don't. Do I have to swear? When is this going to be over? I need to get home and uh, look at the wall some more and pretend I'm watching TV. Are we almost done yet? I need to go walk my dog. Can you hurry this up? Seriously, what is this? In turn number one, I don't trust him with anything. I don't even trust him sitting back there in the corner right now. I feel like he's up to no good. He's just shady. So in turn number two, congratulations. If I'm ever in any trouble, you're going to be the person I call on as my character witness. See, I would choose Bateman, personally, just because of the thing I said before where he would be completely... So uninterested with, you know, getting back at me for anything or doing anything like that. He would just give the greatest answers to get out of there, you know? Right. Anything to get him out of there quicker. The only thing is that whenever you go up and you and you testify, um, you, you want the jury to like the people who are testifying on your behalf. And Bateman isn't someone who people warm up to very easily. Yeah, they do. I, it's just I don't warm up to them easily. Yeah, he, he seems to be well-liked pretty quickly, but... 
See, that's why I would choose Dubs, because everyone likes him. He could, like, go punch someone in the face, and they'd be like, that Dubs is great, but Heffy's a dick. I hate him. And why is that? I'm because all... you are a dick. No, I'm not. <laughs> you are. I'm a very nice, likable guy. But for some reason... <gasps> you are for, like, the first two days, and then you lose it on someone. You totally ruin it. You we, go backwards. We had our promotions meeting. Yeah. And I'm so ready to stop playing Mr. Nice Guy. But I'm the one who's forced into that role. Why Why are you forced into that role? Because someone has to take charge. You can't have... There's got to be a good cop, bad cop. And I'm always the bad cop. You're that You're that stupid little dog that people love to pet. I don't think so. I think I'm just a genuinely nice guy. No. Who hates a retard? Me. And yet people still like you. That's what pisses me off. The funny thing is about retards, uh, me and Chunks were at a Walmart one time, and I was so mad uh, at something. I can't even remember what I was mad at. And I heard some retarded kid moaning, I'm like, well, someone shut him up. Really? Yes. Way too loud. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm sorry I'm laughing. <laughs> and still, you're more liked than I am. Yes. But I wouldn't want you to... Uh... Because I, I don't sit on my high horse. I don't have a high horse that I sit on. Look at you on your podium. I don't have a podium. I'm sitting at a desk right next to you. A podium. I wish I had a podium. Your desk is a little taller than mine. And I don't like that. I do have more controls and more buttons, so I guess that means... I, I have no buttons. I'm buttonless. But is Michael Jackson defenseless? I think so. With people like Chris Tucker up there, Mr. Buddy movie... <laughs> That's the other thing, too. He's always Mr. Buddy movie. Yeah, actually, uh, I was looking at the smoking gun. He got arrested on April 19th uh, for driving 109 miles per hour on an I interstate. Knew, I knew there was something uh, fairly uh, recent. All right, so my bad for saying it was DUI. It was just driving 109 miles an hour. Sorry, Chris Tucker. And you're right, he's in every Buddy movie. Was he Shanghai Night? Oh, no way, he was in... No, his, that was Jackie Rush, Chan, his... Uh, Rush Hour. He's usually in rush hour. And he was in that one with uh, with Charlie Sheen, Money Talks. Oh, God, that was awful. Do you think uh, him and if uh, Jacko gets out, him and uh, Jacko are going to start buddy moving? I could see that happening. You know, like another 48 hours of kid touching? Okay. First of all, no one's been convicted. <laughs> it's just a movie. That's not a, That's not a nice movie. Michael and Chris's preschool reunion. <laughs> what is that? You know, like Romeo and Michelle. Be nice. Nobody's been convicted. And Chris Tucker isn't under any charges. No, he's not. But, you know, if it, I could not see yet. him and Michael Jackson doing a movie together, uh, Kindergarten Kid Toucher. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Arnold's uh, too busy being a politician now. They need to keep the franchise going. Yeah. I, for, I don't think this is fair to Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson and Chris Tucker doing a buddy movie, The the Boy Luck Club. And it seems as if Michael Jackson is going to uh, be able to get out of these charges. I don't. Th he's, uh, he's like you, like Teflon. Nothing sticks. You, the president, and Michael Jackson, all how, the same. How about this? Jackson and Tucker in The Last Boy Scout before we go to jail. Okay. You know, that's... Great movie. Lucky. Star studded. Boy studded. Stop. <laughs> Lucky Boy Scout gets the two, two celebrities. All right, now I'm just uncomfortable.
because it's not fair, and it's not even cool. It's really sad what happened. And by the way, they're running this kid through the mud. Ew. No, I'm talking about... <laughs> oh, that already happened in the bed. Stop. All right, you know what? I'm dumping that. No, Why? don't. I did. That's going on a promo. That's for our friends online. Because... Jackson Tucker and little boy Blue Brothers. That was the uh, Dan Aykroyd movie. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's take a break. I'm I'm glad you're proud of yourself. Do you remember uh, the Cheech and Chong movie, Still Smoking? Yes. How about... Uh, all right, um, you know, I don't, I don't even want to know where you're going with this one. I don't even... What? Still smoking. All right. You oh, know okay. what? Let's take a break. I've had enough of this bit. It's really uncomfortable. It's not fair. Nobody's been convicted. And it's, just, it's just movies. They're actually happening. It's just over the line. Hmm, they might be. Home Take, movies. Taking a break. <laughs> coming back. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Half fan dubs. Thursday night. I want to remind you, go see our buddies. Congratulations. Shannon Burke Show anniversary party going on right now at Mako's. Here's the great thing about it. They got drink specials. Um, Dollar Bud, Bud Light, Bud Select. And free wells, calls, premium drinks, no covers from 7 to 9. you got to head out there right now. It's going to get packed. And they're giving away a great prize. So um, get a, hedon, a trip for two to Hedonism 3, the all-inclusive resort in Jamaica. So go see our buddy. In fact, a lot of them are supposed to be calling in. Now, they say they're going to call in. I'm not, you know, I, I won't hold it against them if they are unable to, because, because I know how a party like that can go. They're partying out at Mako's and just have, and they kept saying, are you going to come out? Are you going to come out after the show? I'm like, come on. You guys are drinking for free from 7 to 9. Around 10, 15 is going to roll around, and everybody's going to be so drunk, they're going to be cabin at home. Yeah. I know how that works, especially when you're drinking for free, because no one paces themselves when you drink for free. When it's an open bar... You just run up there every second you can. Instead of when you're paying for it, you're like, uh, I don't want to drop 100 bucks tonight, so I'm going to kind of keep it, you know, sipping pace. Right. Now, also, too, so we got that tonight. Tomorrow night is Latitudes with our buddy Ross from, yep. uh, Russ from the Monsters. And then on Saturday night, we were hanging out with Drunky the Bear today, and Drunky is, uh got his gig at Mako's on Saturday night, which we're going to go to. Yeah, we're going to go hang out there. Oh, by the way, we're hanging out at drunk with Drunky today during um, happy birthday to our general manager. Um, she's a wonderful lady, great lady to work yep. for, um, a lot of fun, and they threw her a surprise party today here on the second floor. So I know Bateman and Chunks didn't get a chance to make it, but Dubs and myself represented the hideout I there. was there. No, you weren't. I got this T-shirt, too. All right, you did get a T-shirt, but everybody got the T-shirt. I thought it was just me. But what was interesting was that I'm looking around, because it was like all the Clear Channel employees. Yeah, everybody from each floor. Um, the uh, fourth floor is mostly programming. All of our radio stations, you know, Rumba, uh, XL, uh, Real uh, Real Rock, our buddies over there, you know, Sports Station, Magic, all those things. You know, everybody was there on that second floor, along with all the salespeople. And so I get there early, and I'm sitting there, and I'm chatting with Catherine, our program director, and also Drunky the Bear, and then Dubs, you rolled in afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting, and I don't know if this is wrong for me to say. I don't, I don't know. Is it right for me or wrong for me to say? Go ahead and say it. Thank you. I'm glad I got your permission. 
I'm looking around on the second floor, and I've never seen so many hot chicks that work in one building for one company. Yeah, it's very odd because on the fourth floor, we don't see most of these really, really hot chicks. And here's the other thing, too. We don't ever see anybody, period, because we work nights. Yeah. So we're not ever strolling around. We're not ever, we, say, we see a lot of the same people who are in the real radio wing of the Clear Channel compound. But I'm looking around at this party. And I'm like, this is the first time I've ever worked at a radio station where the majority of the chicks who work for the company I would have sex with. Yeah, old and young, there, there's a lot of really, really hot girls here. And I'm just sitting here, and so I'm sitting here, and I'm looking around everybody. I'm just thinking, yes, 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 yes. Very few that I would say no to. And so then you and I go downstairs to smoke. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is great. We're in heaven, where we work, the uh, the environment, the whole thing. I've just never been so happy. I just wish we were around more during the day. Yeah. We were literally here from 10 o'clock this morning to now, and then until 11. So we're here with you and your buddies. But, like, is there ever any etiquette, though, if you are going to develop a relationship with somebody who works? I think the- it's wrong to ever do it. I don't think you ever develop a relationship with someone you work with. I think it's unprofessional and can get kind of awkward. Now, see, I don't think it's unprofessional because love happens. Love happens. Love is BS. Lust happens. Lust happens. All right. But then are there rules that you're supposed to follow once you do maybe enter into some sort of a relationship with somebody? Because I got my eye on it. Yeah, you got to keep it quiet. Is that really rule number one? You must keep it quiet. How do you do that, though? If you have an office romance, how do you keep it quiet? I mean, basically, what you do is you find someone who's not in the same wing as you. Right. Not working for the same station if you are, with the, you know, if you are like in radio. Right. Especially with, a, with there being like a cluster here. Find someone who works with like the magic team or, you know. Like, XL or yeah. Roomba. Yeah. Head over there. I think that's the biggest thing. I think you got to map out what you're going to do. Cause I know yeah, there, I, there definitely has to be a plan. You have to think things through before you do it. I know there are... And number one, the biggest thing, never knock up a coworker. Ooh. You never want to get a coworker pregnant. Ab- what if you're really drunk? I don't think it matters. Yeah. I mean, mistakes happen, but try to let mistakes not happen with coworkers. Because it's bad enough when, like, a mistake happens. Because sometimes you can cover your tracks with mistakes. Sometimes yeah. mistakes happen with women or people you bring home from bars. Sometimes mistakes happen with at family reunions. It's hard to cover up a baby mistake, though. God, you ain't playing. You're not playing. Well, I mean, everybody nowadays knows to wear a condom, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially but you, but you know in what? that situation. You know what, though? Not really. No? Because they're now teaching in all these schools that condoms are evil, and the best thing to do is to not have sex. But what happens when these kids who are being taught that condoms are evil grow up to be 20-somethings? You know, even even when they're saying, you know, abstinence is the only way, uh, they're, they're also like, uh, if if abstinence is not your thing, the, all they'll teach is the withdrawal method. Right. And... That doesn't work either. The rhythm method, yeah. I think, is what the, the Catholics call it. Yeah. And, yeah. 
Catholics have very few babies. <laughs> so I don't know. That's a low procreation environment over there. Right, exactly. But, but yeah, I think the big thing is, you know, if you are going to do it, you know, find someone on a different floor or something, someone you know you aren't going to see every day. And I'll be honest with you, I think as a general rule, yeah, you wouldn't have sex with anyone who works in the building. Because even like, because there are other people who work down here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in other like kind of offices and other like companies, but you don't want to, because a lot of times you don't want to... What's what's it called? You don't poop where you eat. Yeah. What? Well, I do. But that's just me, and I that's my freak. And that's me. Kay was telling me he does that, too. But, it serves time. Right. Would you have something, Bateman? I guess the secret's out that I'm uh, trying to get Catherine. Okay. Behave. Actually, that's true. She's hot. That's really cool. And she's cool, too. She yeah. is. Actually, I, I'll find myself what? just talking to her. Stop. <laughs> no, no, I, now it's uncomfortable. I'm going to ask you to stop. Yeah, you're very point. creepy. All right, give me a call later, Catherine. No, please don't. <laughs> no, she won't. I don't think you even have to ask her not to. She's not going to. I'm going to request that you now have no contact with our general. Hey, with she our, emailed with our me today. Group. She emailed all of us. It's a blanket email. It's a memo. No, I got a special one. Was it about it the... It would say urgent? No. What did it say? Clean up the computers? Um, or is that code? That's code. All right, you stop. But anyway, this is just like, because you know what I saw, what made me think of the rules? I guess it was last night was the Seinfeld where Jerry and Elaine have sex yeah. again, and they set up the the buddy rules where there's, like, and the rules are great. No calling the next day, sleeping over is optional, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And so... I just got the whole thinking on this whole process, and being on the second floor, would you would you ever sleep over at a coworker's even if you were doing stuff? Oh, I've stayed at your place. I mean, I mean I haven't, no, I haven't like stayed. if you were with a coworker, would you stay over there? Well, I mean, if you're because that, then you're getting then you're getting a little bit too serious. You're working with them. You're sleeping at the same place. I mean, that is way too much time. I don't think so, though. I mean, if if you're in something, you're in something. James, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, man? Hello? What's Hello. up? What's up, buddy? Not much. I have a question. Okay. Is it okay for your friend, your best friend, like someone you grew up with, for them to get with your ex-girlfriend? Yes. Absolutely. Should I be mad at him for this? No, not at all. In fact, you should thank him for taking her off of your hands, because now yeah. she will no longer be consumed with you. She's going to be consumed with somebody else. Thank and, you. And you okay, know all the... I felt, because... Because I got like a new girlfriend now that I'm probably going to get married. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably going to marry and well, like really great girl. Right. And the chick still calls me all the damn time. Yeah. You see, now you want your buddy is doing you a favor by swooping in and taking over. Yeah. You, in fact, you buy him some sort of a gift. And just ask him, you know, how do I taste? Why? Why do I have to dump you? I don't know. Why are you a shock jock? All right, let's take a break. I don't know if I'd follow a friend either. Absolutely not. That's why I go first. We'll take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio. You're welcome. It's a little PSA for you. In the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Greatest cover ever. 
Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs on this Thursday evening. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. I was just talking about dating a coworker because being downstairs during the surprise party for our GM and just seeing just the insane amount of beautiful women who you're, work you're, here. You're thinking about going after one of them? I don't know if I'd be that stupid. Because you just, uh, like... There's, yeah, there's too many things you have to be careful with. Because dealing with a relationship's tough enough. Yeah. But then you throw in the fact that you work together, pff, takes it to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just in the same building. But some people do it. Noel, Noel, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? What's up? Hey, um, I just wanted to say that um, it can be a good thing. Because I dated uh, a lady that I worked with. I mean, I didn't work um with her directly but she was on one of the floors in my building and um she was a real fox and i just didn't let it go you know fox. yeah well, not, well you know here's the thing about that noel too she was foxy is that if you did get together then that kind of makes the whole thing like the naughty thing about let's sneak off for lunch yeah you know let's go find a production room you know i was thinking about that too we've been at radio stations before where Encounters will happen. Yeah, it gets dirty at the station. But now every station has a webcam. Every station has uh, surveillance cameras. You know. And here the production rooms have windows. Did you notice that? Yeah. That was like the first before, thing. before when we worked at places, the production room may have a window, but you could always cover it up fairly easy. Right. And we worked pretty late at night, so we didn't have to worry about people coming up. Right. But this go-round, you know. Can't do that here. That actually ruined one of my fantasies. There's a couple cameras in here now. I'm not sure what they're for. Are they for the new webcams? I don't know what they're for, to be honest with you. I look at them. They could be. They could be. Now, do we have web? We don't have webcams up yet. I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think they're working right now. Well, the pizza guy, you're in the hideout. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? It's been a long time since I heard you guys. How you doing, bub? Pretty good. Heard y'all moved down to Florida, so I had to find out how to get a hold of y'all. RealRadio.fm, my friend. That's how we do it. What's going on? What do you think about this? Man, I think it's completely wrong. Not only can you get fired, caught, whatever, it it's just wrong. You don't because if you break up, it's a completely awkward moment to walk into the person, and it just makes you not want to be there anymore. Yeah, you know that's the other thing too. Thank you, Will the Pizza Guy, who's one of our DC buddies listening on RealRadio.fm. If you do break up, or if someone gets screwed over, Oof. then it becomes uber awkward. Yeah. Like, it's not awkward enough before. All right, Dubs, you may have talked me out of making my move. No, I say you still do it. Now, how Throw about, caution to the wind. Now, how about this? How about dating a listener? Do you ever do that? Someone who listens to the show? Yes. I'm, I don't know if you date them. Oh, I date in, or date? Well, you can date them, but you can't date them. Really? Hmm. Yeah, because they're, I don't know. They're just, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff to consider. Because honestly, when I'm with somebody, I don't like them to listen to this radio program. No good can usually come of a significant other or a family member listening to us do what we do for a living. Oh, it's it's definitely awkward. You know, you run into those moments where you they they come up to you say what were you talking about why did i come up in this conversation blah 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 i don't want to be talked about on the radio and i just tell them hey 
Don't listen. Turn it off. Yeah, if you don't like it, turn it off. Now, whenever you go home for family reunions and stuff, do, are you ever ashamed to say what you do for a living? No, not at all. Um, this is the first time, though, that they're able to listen, like on the Internet or anything. So I don't know who's listening who's not listening. I'd rather not know. Yikes. I get emails every once in a while from family saying, hey, I was listening to or I'll be listening tonight. Right. I'm like, please don't. Yeah, please. Disconnect and, and your when, internet. And when you tell me you're going to be listening that night, it makes me feel like I have to uh, make a joke about you. I really don't want to do that. That's rule number one. If you listen, you're getting goofed on. So just realize and understand that. And I don't find that very many other people run into this problem. Really? Yeah, I don't think of like where they have to worry about doing their job and then it affecting oh, their family. I thought, I thought you meant radio friends. No, no, no. Radio friends are always the same. But even people who are other people in the building, they're just you know playing music. Still, even when I was playing music, I didn't want my family to listen because I'd still do my my stuff during the breaks. Did your mom ever call up and request Freebird? No, my mom only called once, and it was to get the Dateline number. We worked at a New Rock station. We, you know how those New Rock stations, a lot of times they'll do, you know, try the Dateline. And uh, my mom's like, hey, should I try that dateline? What's the number? <laughs> I said, you, for one thing, there's no way my mom is going to be on the edge dateline. Was this after Mullet, uh, Mullet Joe broke her heart? Yes. Was she looking for another? Was there a special, like, dial for mullets? No, I don't think there. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you could probably request that, you know. You have to have a soccer rocker. You gotta be business. You gotta be business in the front, party in the back. To get into here, you need to show your Canadian passport. Is that what those are called? Yeah. All right, let's take a break. All right, I'm glad we solved this issue. I think we've all agreed. No dating of coworkers. That's just not a smart idea. As much as there's so many beautiful women here, but you can date them. I think I'm gonna go to Makos. I want to find a nice, hot Makos chick. That's easy to find. They're all hot over there. They're all hot. That's got to be the greatest. Like, there are certain women, like, you're, when you're with, it's like, this is this is like a fantasy. Yeah. You know? Makos. Uh, also, too, like, a stewardess. There's something about being with a stewardess that is better than... You know why, you know why it's better? Because hmm. you know they're getting on a plane the next day and leaving. That's the best thing about a stewardess. Take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hefe and Dubs here on a Thursday evening. And um, we were just talking about whether or not you would want to get involved. With uh, a coworker, yeah. I think the one thing you don't do if you are gonna date like a coworker or a buddy's chick or something like that, I don't think you involve them in your fetishes. Yeah, you don't you don't show them your freak. Especially if it's something that you're not you don't want people to know about because yeah. if you do break up, if and when you know people are gonna go out and say, yeah, everybody in the workplace will know what kind of freak you're into. Exactly. Um, in fact, there was this. What is this? This guy in the uh, Long Island. I guess he was um, walking around, 42-year-old dude, and stopped this this young girl on the street, 
while she was walking, started asking about her feet. And he started to, like, creep them out because it was this conscious thing about, like, foot fetish. Yeah, and, and it, was a, it was a fairly young girl, too. Actually, it was two different girls. One girl, he was just asking about the feet. And another girl, he actually got her to take her uh, shoes off. And then he rubbed her feet. and Like a massage or yeah, something? Yeah, massaged her feet. And these both these girls went home and told their parents, and the parents uh, reported it to the police. And I guess the guy finally got caught. Uh, the Long Island guy finally got caught for a foot fetish. Uh, but he did. Did he? Did he? Did he cross? Did he cross bounds then? Because he was actually touching I, feet, or yeah. And I guess because they were younger girls, you know, they were girls not of age. Right. And he was, you know, kind of getting freaky with their feet. Uh, massaging them and everything. I don't think that is considered an appropriate thing to do to a kid. No, absolutely not. It's just, it's really... You know, it, I don't know if it crosses any sexual boundaries, like uh, well, I pedophilia. It, I think it's but, like state of mind, too, isn't it? Yeah, but it definitely is something that should be taken care of by the... Uh, actually, he's being charged with endangering the welfare of a child. Okay, 407 so. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041. I want your, I want to talk to someone with a foot fetish on your singular wireless phones. That's uh, something I just don't get as a foot fetish. Yeah, I don't understand too. I think Chunks has a foot fetish. Do you not, Chunks? You kind of into feet a little bit? I uh, I enjoy them a little bit. I wouldn't go as crazy as to say like, you know, I'd have feet do stuff to me. Do you, didn't you actually <laughs> steal foot fetish porn from our last station? Uh, allegedly, yeah, I may have. I'm the one who's supposed to say allegedly if I'm accusing you. Oh, yeah. You, you just did. I may have. Allegedly. Uh, 407-916-1041, star with a 41 on the singular wireless phones. Fred Rogers. Fred Rogers, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Thank you, LFA. Hi, J-Dubs. How's it going, Fred? I heard you talking about a man in Long Island that has a fascination with feet. I think it's called a fetish. Yes. Can you say that, Hefei? Fetish? Fetish. One more time. Fetish. I knew you could. He isn't the only one that likes some bitch-ass trick to stick her feet in his face. <laughs> I like it, too. You, you're in defeat, Fred. Sometimes I like to flip some skank on her back and grab her by the ankles and just go to town looking between her toes. Okay, then, all right. If, just, uh, if I'm feeling really kinky, I like to pour salsa or cream corn on them and just go to town while she screams, you're a whore for my salsa-covered feet. All right, that's a little uncomfortable, and I'd like you, I mean, I don't mind you calling in and participating, Fred Rogers, but, you know, we just... Hey, hey Fred, uh, what got you into uh, feet? I think it's the domination part of the feet. I really love to have... And see how far down my throat I can all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I love when I get healed deep. I'll and catch that. Hold on, Fred Rogers. Hold on. <laughs> I I want to talk to you because we want to talk about foot fetishes, but Fred Rogers, you got to be mindful of the times that we're living in. Are you there, Mister Fred Rogers? may seem gross to you about my foot fetish, but it's a lot better than my old favorite. What was it? 
I used to work one out in the base of a Lady Elaine Fairchild puppet. Okay. All right. You know what? Uh, I'm, they, I kept it there. I kept it there for a few days. Thank and you. And then I'd pour it back in my mouth and gargle. All right. Get that. Dump that. And I'm going to have to let you go. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with Fred Rogers? Does he know? Does Fred Rogers know the climate that we are in right now? Well, he likes the Lady Fairchild doll. Oh. All right, you know, this isn't something that I'm comfortable talking about now. Why? What is wrong with Fred Rogers? <laughs> He's a good guy. Only he just likes his foot freak. Is that how into it you are, Chunks? Uh, no, that that was a little crazy, man. I don't, I'm not of the flipping of the bitches or uh, whatnot, you know. You like dude feet, right? No, not at all. You you don't like you don't like cream of corn. You just like corns. That what? You like a nice furry toe, don't you? No. <laughs> How did this? No, I I like a good looking feet. I like longer toes too. That really what? does. What? Yeah, long toes. Because they resemble uh, junk. No wonder Angel doesn't come around anymore. <laughs> oh right, and his name's Chewy in the hideout. Oh whatever. Michelle, Michelle, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hey y'all. What's going on? Um, I, I, I'm a foot fetish myself. If you have, uh, stuff on your feet, like as far as toe jam and hair and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you ain't in with me. Okay, so you gotta have nice, clean feet then. Now, is it just, just a clean foot much... thing, or is it, do you like to, uh, like, uh, rub them and, you know, that oh, kind no, of thing too? I, 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 for me, if a man likes his toe sucked, I love that. Alright. Hot. I'm just uncomfortable. Did you dump that too? I'm just really weirded out right now. You don't dump it because you're weirded out. Dump it because it's wrong. It could be. No, it's not wrong. This isn't DC, my I, friend. Let I can it go. I can sack and lick a kneecap if I want to, and it's, the FCC is not going to touch me. Don't argue with me. I can argue with you over that. Off what? the air. What if it's an amputated knee? Maybe. Well, we've done other stuff with amputated legs before right oh look at this it's our buddy jimmy d jimmy hey what's up jimmy all right you know what put him on hold he's gonna have to call from outside all those people are gonna if they're gonna call us from mako's which we uh which we definitely want them to do i need them to at least call from outside because there's no possible way we can talk to our buddies from the shannon burke show if they're calling from mako's who uh if they're calling from in, inside, it's just loud out there. I can, I can hear chunks in the other room yelling, trying to talk to him back there. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, more of the hideout, and hopefully we'll hear from some of our buddies from the Shannon Burke Show. Next, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Go see our buddies, Shannon Berkshaw at Mako's. Right now, big party going on, celebrating the uh, the one-year anniversary of being here on Real Radio. And uh, very happy and excited for our friends on the Shannon Burke Show. Jimmy D called, but we couldn't hear him. Did you get a chance to actually talk to him, Chunks, Jimmy D? No, I couldn't understand him either. I, I was... Gonna write a note up there on the phone. You know what I'll do? I'll text message him yeah. and tell him to uh, 
have them call from outside. Yeah, I yelled at I was like, go outside! Try to call in. Yeah. <laughs> but all I heard him, I think he's lit, because he's like, it's Rock Stanley! Yeah. Well, it's been free drinks since uh, 7 o'clock, so he's, he's an hour deep in it. And then they're going out, they're going on for another hour, too. Yeah. So, so go see our friends out there. It's uh, It would truly be an amazing time. Now, Dubs, um, some people have been so hasty to label us as shock jocks, which, by the way, I hate that label. There are no such thing as shock jocks. There are people who just say things that, you know, you like to hear. Essentially, that's what it is. But I was on the phone. Uh, I got a phone call when we were in the office prepping for the show today. Yeah. And I got a phone call from one of my aunts, and she was calling me. To tell me how much of a rock star my father is. Rock star? My dad, and I don't want to go in to what he does for a living. He's in education, I'll just say that. Oh, I thought he was shock jocking out there, too. No, he's not a shock jock. He, uh, he's in education. He got a big, new, highfalutin job. Yeah, well, that's what we're in, too. We're in education. That is true. I guess of sorts. I taught you a lot of stuff during the last hour, especially if you were able to hear it on the Internet. I was going to say, you didn't hear a lot of it. <laughs> Mostly on RealRadio.fm. But I got this call from my, uh, from, my, from my aunt, basically just talking about how great it is to be walking around town with my pops, because he's famous. It's like walking around with a rock star. This new job of his, everybody loves him. He's he, a public figure. He's now. a public figure. He's famous. That's what I kept hearing. And your grandma uh, is being interviewed on television that has to be a nightmare, just thinking about your grandmother this is the one talking looked, on television. And this is the one who looks like Yoda, by the way, <laughs> and speaks not a oh, word yeah. of English. Is that why she's been on television? They've been interviewing her about the new episode? Stop. It's still my grandmother. So all this is going on. Proud are we? And it's just the constant, your dad's a rock star. We're so proud of your dad. We're so proud of your dad. And I'm like, oh, it's great. I'm very, you know, I'm, ha- I'm proud of him too. I'm very happy for him. This is something that he's wanted to do, and I know this is kind of the pinnacle of his career. And so I'm very proud of my pops, definitely. Mm-hmm. So how are you doing? Rockstar he is. And you know, I tell him I love it here in Orlando. It's great. Everything's going wonderfully. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like it's enough. And it's one of those situations with my family, and especially my family on my dad's side. They're so success-driven. Yeah, and success is more than just uh, in your own mind. It's uh, more money and that kind of stuff. Because the thing about family is supposed to be where your family is supposed to be your support group. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're ever in trouble, if you're, you're like you want to go home and be with your family, and you know they're supposed to be there for you. But my dad's side of the family, it's always a competition. I got Uncle Sam. Oh, yeah, well, you know, my son's a firefighter now, and he's a firefighter for one of the biggest, you know, fire stations in the in the nation. Or, you know, another uncle, my, you know, my son's pitching for the University of Texas, you know. Blah, and you're always held up to these standards. And I know that's why I have this whole complex of wanting to be on the radio, the needing to be heard, the need for acceptance. It all comes from that side of the family. Now, I truly thought I had gotten over this. I don't know why I thought I escaped it. I don't, maybe it's part of the euphoria of being here in Orlando and being here in Central Florida and leaving Washington, D.C., which D.C. was very much one of those kind of a situations. 
It's a who are you, status, 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 status. Yeah. That kind of bit. Here, the beauty of this radio station specifically is that it's a family. From the Monsters to the File to the Shannon Burke Show to us, it's like this one, it's, we're a big, happy family, and we're having a blast. And so I guess in a way I'd almost substituted, you know, coworkers and this and that and this nice family environment, and I really thought I had gotten past that needing of acceptance. And then I get this phone call today, this 13, 12-minute phone call, probably seemed like that. I think we may be on the phone for six minutes. And it was your aunt. How long has it been since you've talked to this aunt? For, forever. And she just called you out of the blue. Yeah. Actually, you know what she did first? What'd she do? Calls my ex's in-laws. Why? Have you heard from Hefe? What's Hefe up to? I heard he moved to Orlando. And I'm like, why? I don't know. Why wouldn't you call me? Like, why would what? why wouldn't you call, why would you call the ex's in law? You know, my my not are my they ex, close with them? Not my ex's in laws, but my ex in laws. I yeah. guess I should say. Not, not, I mean, they know each other. They live in the same city. That's it. They don't like. They don't hang out. They've never hung out together. They've never done M- dinner. Maybe once. But nothing where they'd call each other friends. No. They aren't even really on a name-to-name basis. Possibly. Possibly. So I'm sitting here, and I'm dealing, I'm getting a an email from the ex. Why is your family calling my family? Well, I don't know. Please handle that. And so then I do handle it. And then my family calling Who? me. And they're like, and I'm just like, enough already. I'm proud of my dad. Why do you need to call me? And first of all, oh, hold on a second. Before we go any further into this, remind me to pick this up. Okay. Because we were talking about family and how being at the station feels like family. And joining us right now, our uh, our our family. Is it, hey, man, what's up, brother? Is it Shannon? It's uh, you're the man himself. <laughs> Shannon Burke giving us a call, celebrating. It's the anniversary party down at Mako's. Congratulations. I, first and foremost, congratulations, my friend. Oh, thank you, guys. Uh, thank you. And uh, I appreciate the support. You guys are awesome. And uh, you really uh, fit right into, you know, when you talk about family at that station, that's something that I always talk about. You know, it, it, it really is. There's so much support there and, and, and love there that it's an awesome environment to work in. And we are some lucky MFers to be working. How'd the bike ride go today? I know you guys are Dude, doing the... I, I'm standing outside of Mako's right now looking at about 152 bikes from choppers wow. to Harleys to, to uh, sport bikes to street bikes. I mean, it was an awesome, awesome uh, bike ride sponsored by Pitbull Motorcycles. And uh, we had a great time. We're here partying now. we got about another hour worth of free drinks. The place is packed and it's jumping and uh, it's awesome. Oh, we don't want to keep it too long, but we appreciate you calling in and sincerely uh, congratulations on the uh, making it and uh, to many more to come, my friend. Thank you very much. And, uh, and the highlight is awesome, and you guys are doing a, such a great job. And uh, and uh, you fit right in there like a like a hand in a glove at that station. So, uh, you, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the show, and thanks for all the support. And uh, oh, thank you. Guys you. Off, you might want to, you know, uh, stroll down to uh, Mako's. God knows what might be going on there. All right, you got to get down. Mako's uh, anniversary show, Shannon Burke show. Thank you, guy. Well, thank you, uh, Shannon, for giving us a holler, brother. Thanks, and Dom's going to uh, go see you today. Also, Chunks, uh, you're a handsome man. <laughs> hey, <thanks. laughs> there he is, Shannon Burke. Thank you, brother. 
Loving it. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's the family we got here. Yeah, that, that's the uh, thing where everybody feels comfortable, you know, talking to each other. And we've only been here a month and a half. Right. You know? And it already feels like I've known these people for years. Uh, Mako's get down there. Free drinks. They get the dollar Bud, Bud Lights, Bud Select. They're giving away the trip for two to Hedonism 3. But see, when here's the funny thing. When we all get together and we're all hanging out, mm-hmm. we're not sitting here talking about how great this bit was or how great these numbers are. It's just we're just, you know, when the, when the station's together, we're just together hanging out like buddies would. Yeah. But, but when I'm going to a family reunion on that side of the family, which, by the way, that was the other thing she was calling me for, to get my new address so she can send me the invitation to the family reunion in July. There's actually invitations to the oh. family reunion? Uh, invitations, T-shirts. Are you kidding me? T-shirts? you got to pay. you got to pay to go to the family reunion. What kind of, uh, like, what are you paying for? The, the shirt? The shirt? The food? The food? I'd pay not to go tomorrow. Yeah. The rental of the... Uh, Oh, you guys run a haul out? You just don't do it at someone's house? A park. A park? Yes. A full park where no one else can go but you and your family? Yes. Absolutely. Wow. And so... so just, a, just a line of El Caminos down the road. Stop. Why'd you have to get so racist on me? So, when we get together at my family reunions, on my dad's side of the family, it's... Is it sponsored, too? I wouldn't be surprised if at some point it does. I mean, I could, I could, you know, see like you know little logos on the T-shirts and everything. If you guys, if you have to pay to go do it, that's ridiculous. I've never heard of anything like that. Really? That's amazing. It's commonplace. Really? I mean, I guess you got a large family, but yeah, I've heard of people paying for their family. You got to. I mean, I, you got to chip in for the costs of everything. What I mean, we, what we do is, you know, we just rotate. You know, just one person pays for the whole thing uh, this year. Next year, it's uh, Aunt Judy. The year after that's Aunt Carol. And so everybody's sitting around, comparing cars, comparing pay stubs, talking about how great they, you know, the great things that they did this year and the great things that their kids did this year. And then they get to they get to me, like, what'd you do? As the music's on in the background. I'm like, I work in radio, whatever. You making as much as that Howard Stern? You get that question yeah. a lot? When are you going to start making that? That G. Gordon Liddy money. <laughs> Once I start playing with mud. Stop. But yeah, how much money are you making? No, I'm making enough. I'd like to make more. You're not a millionaire yet? I don't know why I'm talking like a redneck. But haven't you said that about your family before? They're Mexican, but they are pretty much redneck Mexican. No, that's, that's, my mom, that's my mom's side okay. of the family. <laughs> they're the redneck Mexicans, because they're all redneck Mexicans. There's no doubt about that. But, man, it's just it's just frustrating. And I don't want to go to the family reunion. So, but, it's like, but they're like, we haven't seen you at a family reunion in five years. Yeah, because I don't have 70 bucks to pay for a ticket. I'd rather go see Huey Lewis. <laughs> of course you haven't seen me at one. I left Texas for a reason, to forget you. That's why I went to Michigan. That's why I went to D.C. That's why I'm in Florida. Notice I haven't come back to Texas. Notice I visit Texas, specifically one part, only, I don't know, twice a year. So, Hefe, have you gone to Ticketmaster to pick up your uh, family reunion ticket yet? 
Haven't made it there yet. It costs extra to get in the luge. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if at some there's point... There's a VIP area. There's general admission to the Hefe family reunion, and then there's a VIP section. Were you Los Lobos is playing our family reunion this year. I wish. I wish. Then I would go. Oh, and I, I just... imagine it being like, you know, you walk in and it's just completely uh, uh, from dusk till dawn, you know? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? The, the band up there and everything. And my dad, who looks like Cheech, is out there giving that whole... Speech about who, who, who see. Yeah. All right, that's not the speech. It's all for a penny. That's not the speech. And so that call just sent, they just sent me back about four years in my whole therapy. And I haven't even started therapy yet. But <laughs> well, you know it's going to take four more years than you would have originally. It's like I where I would have been in 2001. <laughs> oh, boy. No trips. No family. And my dad keeps trying to get me to come see him. He even gave me a free ticket. And every, here's this is such a passive aggressive subconscious thing. Every time he sends me a free ticket, because he gets like Southwest Airlines, so he gets free tickets, and he'll send me one to come visit. I'm not lying to you. I always lose it. I always lose. Oh, it. I thought you were gonna say you use it for to go somewhere else. That's what I would do. Like, sweet, I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to Cleveland. I thought your dad always tries to like get rid of you. There's a lot of that too. Oh, this is the same. By the way, I, this is the same. This is the same dad who, in all these news articles around his job, yeah, mentions that he has two sons, and none of which are you. Right. He has uh, actually has three, but don't worry about that. I, I, I don't feel that. That doesn't affect me at all. Didn't she say something where you know he doesn't want to be tied to his shock jock son? Oh, that's what the aunt says. I go, yeah. well, I haven't really talked about my pops' job, you know, and what he did. And she goes, yeah, it's probably not. It's probably best not to tie him to the shock jock son. I'm like, what? How do you even know the term shock jock? And I'm not a shock jock. J Dubs is not no, me. I'm not. How dare you, mud boy? Mike, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Mike? Hey, dog, what's up, dog? Talk to me a little bit. Hey, uh, how much Mexican are you? Completely, full Mexican. Okay, hey, um, you know uh, Emilio Navida? No. No, see, how are you going to be complete Mexican? I don't even know what you said. I'm not interested. <laughs> Just, and does it ever annoy you that uh, you are 100% full-blooded Mexican? And people expect you to be completely fluent in Spanish. Does that ever bug you? That's a whole other segment. We can talk about it another time. <laughs> We'd left the city because of that. <laughs> hey, why don't you go over to El Sol? I think you'd be real happy over there. It'd be a great, great thing for you. Hey, we we just hired you in, and we've got a gig for you at a Mexican restaurant. Simple de fiesta. Take a break. El Sol. We'll come back. The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs. Reminding you, get out to Mako's um, right now in the middle of the big anniversary show for our buddies 
Shannon Burke show, anniversary party out at Mako's. Free yeah. drinks. They're going to be partying long and hard out there. Hurry up and get out there and go see our friends. Shannon actually calling in last break. Very nice of him. We appreciate that so much. Part of the family here. One of the things we got here, Dubs, we've been here, what, six weeks? Yeah, about six weeks. We're uh, wrapping that up. Um, uh, actually, we're probably wrapping up seventh week. Yeah. Amazingly so, enough. Something like that. But I was, I'm a little disappointed in something. What's that? I have yet to see an alligator. Were you expecting them to just be running all around here? I expected the one in every... Uh, in every, every swimming pool you walk by? Swimming pools, lakes. Movie stars. Ponds. And I have yet to see a live alligator. Now, not to say that I... Because I'm, I'm afraid of them. You know what I mean? But I'm still... I was expecting to see alligators. Like, I, where I live, and where you I think where most people live, I guess, they've got a pond... Mm-hmm. There's some sort of a little mini pond or lake or river or something. Yeah, near there. And I'm always expecting to see an alligator. And really, because I'd like to beat one up. Do you think you could beat up an alligator? I already told you I can outswim a shark and beat up a shark. I would yeah. think I'd be able to handle an alligator. But I would just think that I was just I would see a lot more than I have, and I haven't seen a single one yet. And I'm sure when I finally cross paths with one, you'll run like a girl. Yes, and scream. Like a baby. Zigzag, apparently. Is no, that what that, you do? That's what you do when you're running away from a bear. Whatever. Do you really zigzag from yeah, a bear? If you're running downhill from a bear, you zigzag. I'll beat them both up. They'll fall. I'll beat them both up in a battle royal. <laughs> I'll throw them over the top rope and then drop an elbow on their ass. Yeah, but then the hippopotamus will throw you over and reign well, as I'm champion. Not, I'm not messing with a hippo. But no. Bear and alligator can, can kick, kiss my ass. Superman? After I beat theirs. I just, yeah. I'm tell- Do you hear Bateman over there? After that movie, man, he's trying to take on bears. And- what movie? Right, American Psycho, we watched that today. You can't bring up stuff we talk about off-air, yeah. on-air. Yeah, that blue. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Keep your mic off. I live with a bear, actually. Chunks? Yeah. Big, burly bear stud? <laughs> he would be. In the gay community, he'd be, what, <laughs> he'd be what's termed a bear. <laughs> I can see him getting one of those big handlebar mustaches, too. Don't they have to be muscular, though, or something? No, 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 not at all. They just have to be big. Oh. And hairy. Flabby and hairy, and that's chunks. Wearing, like, a, a leather vest. Superman, you're in the hideout. How you doing, guys? What's up, dude? Welcome to the neighborhood. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, I believe this is actually the first time you guys actually came out here. Um, as a matter of fact, you guys can actually go to Gatorland to see Gators on 1792. Yeah, I, I, I saw Gatorland. I drove by it. Oh, really? There's like a... Wait, wait, all right, but I was expecting... It, it, the place rocks. I mean, they actually have the, the world's oldest... Well, Florida's oldest gator living there, and it's huge. All right, yeah. I got to go see that, Superman. Thank you. Actually, on Saturday, I'm going to go see Jeff Corwin. I don't know if he's going to have any there or even what he's going to be doing, but I, I'm going to hope he has some alligators there so I can beat one down. All right, stop. I'll do it, I swear. I right, know. I guess... I, but I was expecting just to see them, like, everywhere. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess it was just something that I had. Is there in my... gator season where they you see more of them? I know, like in uh, Michigan, there was like uh, deer season where you'd see more of them running across the street. What do you fear more, a gator or a bear? I'd say a bear. Especially, uh, did you uh, see the story uh, about the bear in uh, New Jersey? No. There's a bear in New Jersey. What, do I keep up with bears in New Jersey? Is you should. What, is this what I do now? You should, because there's a bear in New Jersey that's been terrorizing the neighborhood. They're calling it Bearzilla. And actually, it's just keyed in on one family. What it did is it uh, it 
destroyed their uh, garage door and also uh, just completely destroyed a uh, 300-pound bear trap. They're saying this bear has uh, seven-inch wide paws and is at least 600 pounds. What? Yeah. <laughs> One of the uh, they uh, called the police and the police car came out and the 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 bear dropped a deuce right next to the police car while <laughs> while they're out looking at it looking for it. All right, that's my favorite bear. So the bear is kind of just taunting him. It just went up to the car and uh, went to the bathroom right there. Could you imagine watching a bear drop a deuce and how it, much fun that got to be? Especially a bear that big. That that bear has to be almost as big as that car. You would think so if it's if it's breaking 300 pounds. No, yeah, it's breaking 300 pound bear traps. It's double the size of what that bear trap is supposed to be able to handle. Really? Yeah, it's, it's at least they said the very very least is 600 pounds. Bearzilla. All right, West Briar Boy says Smokey the Chunks. I could see that. Yeah. Bearzilla. All right, that's my favorite bear of all time. Yeah. I guess. More more favorite than the bear that rides the unicycle, which I love. Where's the two two rides the unicycle? Right, nothing getting... nothing better than a circus bear, but Bearzilla I think has them beat. All right, I'm here now is Gator season apparently. That's what people on the uh, Real Radio Hideout Insta Messenger are saying. I wonder when it's Bearzilla season. I'm I'm just completely enthralled with Bearzilla right now. Why? I don't know. I just have visions of this bear that's like four times my size. What do you want to dance with it or what? No, I just want to, you know, I, I would like to see what, you know, what it can do. What kind of power it has. See if the bear can beat up a retard. That's what I want to see. What? The strongest thing in the world, the retard. Why would you say that's the strongest thing? You've never seen retard strength at its finest? All right, what's better? Retard strength, old man strength? Retard strength, by far. We used to have this retard that lived next to us, and uh, I lived in Michigan, so we would get snowed into our driveway all the time. So we'd call Johnny over. Johnny <laughs> would uh, lift up the back of our car, and we'd be able to go right out. <laughs> Every time you tell me that story, I have to call you a liar. I'm not a liar. Dude, I, he's right, half a. I've seen retards, like, get angry and inadvertently, like, knock something over that, like, none of us could do. They just have this strength that just oozes out of them. I, why not call them special needs, too? There's no reason to call them retards. Just special needs is fine. And if I had to think about it, hmm. I think I'm taking the, uh, Bearzilla over. Bearzilla over the retard? Over special needs. Yes. No. It, it depends on what, uh, Special tard we need we have you know. <laughs> All right, how about this? If Bearzilla was blindfolded, do you think you could beat it up? I think I could give it a fighting chance. If it's blindfolded, I think you know I could sneak up behind it, maybe throw the million dollar dream on it or something. Do I have a weapon? Yes. What kind of weapon? Folding chair. Could I trade it in for a two by four? Three by one. I could definitely knock it out. Definitely. No problem. I don't even. All right. Bearzilla, apparently. But I'll tell you what. Bearzilla without the blindfold on, I have no chance. You Not a chance in the world. Are you telling me you don't have retard strength? No, I don't. That's surprising. You know what I'd do if I, I, if I did come face to face with Bearzilla? And he wasn't blindfolded. He was just, you know, Bearzilla at his finest. I'd go at his feet. That's what you have to go after first. 
Maybe try to you, you chop him down like a tree. Go for the feet on Bearzilla. Yeah, that's what I'd do. Bearzilla, you're in the hideout. It's mating season, Chunks, and Bearzilla wants it. That's that's great. So the like, thing is, I think Bearzilla could get laid before Chunks. Bearzilla's in heat. You better give it some. Mm-hmm. Jason, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? What's up, dude? Uh, you shouldn't underestimate the strength of special needs people. Right. I went to school with a special needs kid, and uh, we called him Smiley because that was the only expression on his face <laughs> at any given point throughout the day. He was smiling, but one day the, the the school bully picked a fight with Smiley, and Smiley let him have it. He put the Ooh. smack down on the school bully. What did he do to him? He beat the shit. Whoa, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> hold on, hold on one second. All right, just to get people caught up because we had to dump something real fast. Hold on, Jason, because I want you to tell the rest of the story. We'll just get people caught up. Uh, Jason says there was a special needs kid mm-hmm. who got picked on by the school bully. Yeah. And, by the way, i got to say, too, what kind of a person picks on a special needs kid? I don't know. The last thing I would ever do is pick on a, pick on a retard. J-Dubs? I would never. J- I had, he was a good friend of mine. He helped me get my car out of the driveway all the time. All right, you're calling him over to do superhuman things. Yes, because he was a he. Was, and you know, I would do his math for him. Nice trade out. He could. I would do his long division. He would uh, get me out of my long driveway. All right, Jason, you there? Yeah. All right. So anyway, so you all right? So you got in a fight. Yeah. All right. Not you, but the the bully versus the special needs kid. Right. Right. Uh-huh. And and he he did this all with a smile on his face. By the way. He beat up the bully. He beat up the bully, and this kid was a real jerk too. Everybody hated this bully. Um, so Ed, this was almost like in that movie, The New Guy, where the uh, where the skinny dude gets over. And was everybody proud of the special needs kid? We were chanting him on. I mean, we were his. We became cheerleaders when we saw it go down. It was wonderful, man. It was hilarious. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Bearzilla, Bearzilla, back in the hideout. Yeah, who wants me? J Dubs. No, I I, I think Come on, J Dubs. Anywhere, any place. I think if you're blindfolded, I may be able to take you, but No way. Face I'm a two time bear champion. <laughs> you got two different Bearzillas, because I could tell that wasn't the Bearzilla. The previous Bearzilla was in heat and wanted to have sex with chunks. No way I'd fight Bearzilla without a, right. a weapon or him being, being blindfolded. Matt Albert says special needs strength equals ten Superman. Yes. I would think retard strength is a powerful thing. I would think you have old man strength, J Dubs, because you got old man legs. My legs are nice and young, like a spring chicken, with a tattoo of a mosquito on them. It's an elephant. It's not a sword. No, it's an elephant. Please. All right, somebody's telling me, what is that number two? You keep telling me to go to this. What is it? Someone called in earlier about it, and I had heard it before. And it's, I think it's tardblog.com. Oh. Tardblog.com. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm I need sure to see it. That's is it, it or spelled? not. He said to Google it because he couldn't remember it either. And it's um a teacher who teaches special ed, and she just needed a place to vent one day. And, like, you know, like, <laughs> online journals it's got really popular. <laughs> it is my mom. My mom is a special needs teacher. I, I, I can see her doing tardblog.com. Oh, boy. 
Now, all right, somebody's telling me that links up directly to JimmyD.fm. <laughs> so that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. Come back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hey, baby, do you want to dance? You're looking good. I feel like romance. See the girl with the helmet on. The leg breaks with the jimmy on. Just go like this and off your hair. Take a break off your wheelchair and welcome to the retard ball tonight. This is the worst person in the world. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, I'm on this tardashblog.com. Yeah, it's tardashblog.com, not just tardblog.com. And under the archives, it says, uh, it's number two, I teach special education, kindergarten through sixth grade. I think it is important to note that my tards would do anything for stickers. <laughs> Any kind of stickers or just scratch and sniff? All right, and there's special needs, and I can't believe this website's even up. Why? Someone who teaches special needs persons, they'll. I, mean, it, it, I don't think it. I I honestly don't think it's that offensive to say retard. I do. Why? Because you're retarded if you think that's yeah. bad. All right, Matt Albert says an old special needs person, quote unquote, could kill a pack of elephants. <laughs> this all came about if who could beat. Bearzilla. Bearzilla, the uh, bear that's uh, terrorizing a New Jersey neighborhood. Uh, what it actually is doing is uh, kind of marking his territory on one family. It destroyed the uh, garage door and also uh, destroyed a 300-pound bear trap. And when the police came over to find Bearzilla, it dropped a deuce right next to his, uh, the squad car, kind of just kind of taunting it. I think we should have this Bearzilla cloned and have it fight in Iraq. I think it could. I think it would. Or maybe we should just do that with tards. Stop. All right. You know what? No, I'm not. An gonna, army. I'm not gonna dump it. A but whole it's, army. It's just wrong. That was over the line. Now you're a shock jock. That's what that. Why? was. Why? We're kind of tying it all together. I think. No, I don't. Put want a nice to. little bow on it. I don't want to. Put I that. think that they'll do anything for bows stop too. Stop it. Just stop. And by the way, Tommy Bateman, book someone from tardblog.com immediately. Is that politically correct? You're going to be dumping out of the whole interview. <laughs> Shut it. I'm slap happy, you're dump happy. What? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a second. That sounds bad. What, Chunk? you got to go to number 10. Uh, the headline is, Tard nearly kills old person. <laughs> That's impossible. That's easy. No. They have strength. I'm not going to go to these. Look, you can go there all day if you want to. I mean, that's not even a challenge. What? Show me one that says, like, Tard beats up crazed baboon, baboon, and then I'll be impressed. What is it with you? Why can't you just realize? But old people are easy. I mean, that's like, that's like uh, appetizer to them. That's enough to make them mad. <laughs> All right, you know, just please, I'm asking you to stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally asking you to stop. I'm just saying, give them a challenge. Let them fight the like the '84 Chicago Bears or something. Okay, <laughs> have you been to number seventy-seven? No, what's <laughs> number seventy-seven? Tard gets sassy. How? What'd it do? Okay, this is insane. This this Tard blog thing. Tard-blog.com. Tard gets sassy. Tards learn about different races. <laughs> Tard has problem with change. What is going? <laughs> What is going on here on this website? That's you moving down here. I had no problem. 
All right, number 62, Tard curses poorly. I have to see this one. Uh, all right, I, you know, we could read these all day. And we will. Let's. Oh, wow. How right. about, uh, like, uh, Jimmy D versus a Tard? What? Wait. That's Tard versus... Be nice. That's just, that's just Tard on Tard hate crime going thought, on there. I thought this was a family. Do not, <laughs> do not pick on Jimmy D. He's our friend. Yes, most special needs people are our friends. How come I'm the one that's hated, yet you're the one that does all of this? All of what? I'm embracing. Number 58, treat. Treat jar causes problems. That's a really good one. <laughs> Treat jar causes problems. <laughs> Treat jar. Let me just describe it a little bit. All right. All right. What ha- paraphrase what happened? Apparently these two tards, special needs. Well, it's tard blocks. That's, so. that's what she said. Uh, argued about uh, seeing who would be able to reach into the... The treat jar first, and they dropped it, and all the other tards in the room lost it. Like, some of them started running around, some of them started crying. You know what? I just... I'm really disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in you guys. You're juvenile. You're childish. I'm disappointed. Have some respect. Hot water burn baby. Have some respect. Oh, my goodness. Are you booking them, by the way? Did you send them an email? Send them an email. Yeah, they need to be on ASAP. Because I'd like to yell at them for being politically incorrect. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't want them on unless it was funny. That's hilarious. Man. I mean, especially someone who teaches them. You know, someone who's embracing them and, you know, knows that, you know, they can be fun as well. What disgusts me is that my mom is a teacher. And she's the same way. This has to, this is a trend right here. Now that you see this, this is a trend. A trend of what? A trend of people who want to help but still see the humor. Don't you, don't you ever feel bad that these people have it tough enough as it is? You laughing isn't helping anything. It's not hurting anything either. Yes, it is. What is it hurting? Feelings. No, no, they don't know what we're talking about. Not them, their families. Why? They're laughing too. They're right with us. All right, great. My stepbrother sends me an IM. Best website ever. It's unanimous. That is your stepmom. He understands. She tells us stories too. They're very similar to this. Yeah. I'm disgusted by her as well. Well, you're the one that laughs at her when she hurts herself and, like, breaks her arm. Yeah, I mean, everybody... Because she deserves it after... You said, ha-ha, what are you, a retard? You fell over the, the I didn't uh, call curb? Her. I didn't call her a retard. Mm. You are you saying you've worse. never called anybody a retard before? I picked up that naughty language from you. <laughs> I learned it from you. Number seven is a good one, too. What is it? Another day in special needs class. Let me just read a little bit about it. Let me just read this one. Come on. It's short. It's good. It's good. All right, do it. I was facilitating a reading group this morning at 10 o'clock. All of a sudden, a pair of shoes come flying across the room from the far corner. The one shoe, almost as if laser-guided, hits Tom in the head, causing him to cry for an hour. 
he spends the rest of the day just sitting there with an ice pack on his head. And then I guess Brad and a couple of other ones just started freaking out and running across the room back and forth after the shoe hit him in the head. I'm sorry. Why is it funny to you? You can't picture a shoe just all of a sudden flying across the room and hitting some kid in the head and he just goes nuts. Is there anything about, uh, like, a prom? I'll try and research that, though. Some people are saying it's still better than tubgirl.com. But not better than lemonparty.org. Over 18 for everybody, please. Except for if you want to go to tar-blog.com. That is family-friendly. Oh, boy. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Nice, 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 Bill. A show your dad can be proud of. Please. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. Um, he listens, doesn't he? No. Are you kidding me? He's too busy being a rock star now. Thanks for rubbing that in. I'd actually forgotten about that. That's actually, I got an email, and I'll read it in a second. It reminds me of this story, though. 24-hour uh, suicide hotline, too expensive to maintain, and it's going to be replaced with one that oper- only operates from 9 to 5. This, is, I guess, is going on um, the Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention. Yeah, they aren't uh, able to keep their offices open 24 hours anymore. Now they can only do it from 9 to 5. And they're just like, All right, this is stupid and insane. How many people are worried and concerned and thinking about killing themselves in the middle of the day? Usually it's got to be 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's when you're up with insomnia and you're completely hopeless. I'd like to invite our Canadian friends to dial another number. Yeah, if a number they, that they can get to 24 hours a day. Seven days a week, preferably on holidays. I actually got this email from our buddy. And he goes, I have Chunks' phone number saved. Should I leave him a mean voicemail? Would that make you guys laugh? Yes. I prefer you call him if you're in a time of need. In suicidal. I want you to write this phone number down. 703. No, no, no. Come on. This is for this is to help people. This no, is, that's not it. That's this, not to help anybody. This is to help them get through their crisis. No. For our Canadian friends, 703. No. Do they have to dial a one or anything first? I, I, they'll be able to, You know, if you're in Canada right now, look up your uh, international code if you need it. Nine seven five. No, come on! Don't do it. We'll give out the last four digits at some point before the end of the show. One. Ah, uh, four hundred twenty-three ways to. Uh... Did you dump that, dude? That's not cool. Seriously, I've not gotten sleep in like two weeks. I don't think it's because of the phone. Have you gotten four hundred twenty-three minutes without sleep, or fourteen hundred twenty-three minutes? God, you dumped that too. 
Please don't. I'm begging of you. No, that's not a no suicide line now. number. That's my number. Stop yelling. 703. Oh, we already gave that part out. 975. Oh, come on. Please, seriously. I'm begging of you. I'm begging of you guys, please. I'm trying to do well. I'm playing the good music. The outcast. Quit acting like a 14-year-old. Act uh, like your age, 23. Again, if you need 24-hour assistance, he's there and ready. And no, it got out. Trust me, it got out. Thanks, guys. <laughs> good job. It's not funny. Seriously, that's my number. That's my number. Now it's the world's number. You've done it. Now it's to help people. I don't give a damn about helping people. I want to sleep. All right? I don't want to help people at 3 in the morning. You can help people anytime. No, I don't want to help them at 3 in the morning. In fact, if they call me at 3 in the morning, I hope they die. I hope they die. That's what I'm going to tell them. No, you're not. If anybody calls you in serious need, you're going to talk them down. The hell I am. You... I'm going to talk them down. As in jumping down. You should, in fact, you should change your voicemail greeting to say, Hi, this is the Chunk Suicide Hotline. No. In fact, there's no room to leave voice messages anyways, because it's still logged up from the last time. Why don't you delete? Because. It's just gonna get, you hear that? Whose phone's ringing? There's a show going on. It's not my fault. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell. It's not my fault. It should, here's what, it should say something to this uh, thing. In fact, maybe you want to record this, and we'll put this on your message. Hello, this is the Chunk Suicide Hotline. I know you're considering killing yourself, but consider my life as Chunks, the yes. radio bottom. It, I have at least not, you aren't me. I haven't kissed a girl in more than a year. I haven't had sex in two and a half years. And I have not had sober sex in nearly three and a half years. And my name is Chunks. I wear shirts two sizes too small. No one likes me. My grandmother told me at some point she tried to convince my mother to get an abortion. My name is Chunks, and I'm a loser. Leave a message. Preferably at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning when you can't get through the Canadian suicide hotline. Yeah. Great. Don't do it. We'll take a break, and we'll come back. Hideout Row Radio, 104.1. I'd prefer if you came back with Mr. Telephone Man. But, new addition, but whatever. He's a genius, though, isn't he? Welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. This is Real Radio 104.1. Why don't you come back with the Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang? Oh, that's right. You don't get that anymore. Hmm. Ooh. Burn. <laughs> Ouch. I watch that 70s show every night when I get home. <laughs> that's what I watch when I get home. Singer. That, that's what I watch on my uh, wall when I get home. Get a TV, you ass. It's on its way down, but it's going to take a while. How oh. long is it going to take till you get your stuff down here? God, forever, probably. Oh, well, wait a second. Right, is this number two? Is this call real? Rachel, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey! I wish y'all would quit picking on Chunks, because I really do think he's hot. All right, what well, hey, uh, have you seen him? Yes, my my roommate brought a picture of him home the other day. Why? Li- <laughs> From where? <laughs> From the internet. You know, the little she brought line. it. She brought it home, like printed it out and brought it home. Yeah. Why? Because you know we listen to y'all, uh, you know, thing every night, and I'm like, you know, y'all shouldn't pick on him. And well, what do you look like, Rachel? <laughs> how? Um, old, well, first of all, how old are you? I'm 25. Damn. Are you a white chick? Yeah. 
What does that matter? No, she <laughs> she sounded like she might be, you know, ethnic. I was enjoying that. What? I thought it'd be cool to hook up, to hook <laughs> chunks up with uh, ethnic chick. Uh, Rachel, so tell me a little bit about yourself since you find chunks attractive. What? Well, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do? What's your? Well, do, you, do you look like anybody famous or anything? That. Um. No. Like I don't baby. think I do. Would, would your friends consider you hot? <laughs> I think they would consider me average. Average? Yeah. Chunks, is this maybe a girl that you think you want to end your streak with? Uh, you know, man. I try not to uh, get with the listeners. I think you should try to get with this listener. <laughs> I think we have hair that's like just like. Oh, you have a man perm? <laughs> Our hair looks alike most of the time. Like right now, my hair looks just like the picture I've seen. Uh, you, that you've seen of Chunks? Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Hold on, Rachel. I want you to come up and visit us. No, that's that's all right. You guys sounded like enough the, for me. It sounded like the slumber party gooping on him. Get their info. I don't know if you got his phone number earlier. You know what? Give her his phone number. Tell her to give him a call sometime. All right, Jinx says he knows her, and she looks like Matt Albert with a wig. Yeah. Hot. Sexy. Getting oh, wow. me hot. Chunks, look at you. Always you can email uh, pictures of yourself to Chunks. Nixball99. No, that's not it. That's actually his, his instant messenger. Oh. Nixball ball nine. No, no point even dumping it at this point. It really no, doesn't. there isn't. But his email. You should never dump, unless we tell you to. His email is uh, chunks at wtks.com. and he welcomes your uh, your male nudes if you're a dude. No, <laughs> not at all. All uh, nude, all dude emails. Send those chunks. to uh, Bateman at wtks.com. If you're a hot chick, yes. He enjoys a nice schlong pick. <laughs> Yeah. Just cross. <laughs> Look at all these girls who think you're sexy, man. I am gay. By the so way, you, don't, you are interested. Is that, is that what you're saying? We're very close I to getting you a gay. booth at the Gay Days uh, Expo. Yes, we are. Stop it. We went through this last night. I think you'd have fun. Why? Because there, there's probably a lot of fun people down there. They're just looking to have a good time. Party. Matt Albert says average equals chunks is going hogging. Yup. Don't matter. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't matter. Do what you need to do, my friend. It's been two and a half years since you've had sex. Three and a half since you've had sober sex. Very well aware. Thank, thank you. Oh, man. I'm proud of you, man. Very, very proud of you. You know what? You know what you ought to consider? Chunks? Yes. Uh, Self-inflicted gunshot. Hmm. It can make it prettier. I, I say man abortion. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but I think it's good for Chunks. Yes. And boom goes the dynamite. Hot. Does it disappoint you that so far that's the only chick in uh, Orlando that says, hey, Chicken? I think... Chick oh. in Orlando, oh. hmm. who thinks that you're hot. I, I've tried to just put it out of my head now. It's best not to think about it. It helps get me through the days. We're actually getting complaints about the photos on RealRadio.fm. Why? Because of his hideousness. Dude, I admit that I'm hideous. That's what I don't understand here. I know I'm foul. 
Yeah. Why do you get so upset? You're always yelling, always screaming, always playing the fool. It's just I know I'm I know I'm hideous and disgusting. A, it's actually acting a fool. Everybody plays the fool though. We work with a fool. All right now, Kathy, the hideout den mother, says that uh, Rachel sounds like an airhead, and that's not good for chunks. Chunks needs a serious relationship. I say with a uh, with a forty five. You know what? A nice 22 to your temple? Solve all your problems. Why must I resort to... And I want you, when you commit suicide, when you eventually do, just have this in your CD player on loop. Although, it may be tough to call your suicide prevention hotline that you set up because it's going to be busy. Yeah. You need to get extra lines to accommodate these new uh, people needing help. Is your phone still ringing? Yes. And I hope they all die. Stop. Those are listeners. Those are our friends. Come on, Chunks. Dance for us. I am gay. 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 Stereo remix. Little B, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, guys, man? What's, what's up, Little B? Just, like, you know, chill out a little bit on Chunks, man. What? I will actually donate $80, um, and I know you guys can donate, a, you know, a couple of bucks, and we're going to get Chunks like a lady of the night. How's that sound? All right, Chunks, what do you think about this? Would you be willing to pay for it? No, probably not. Would you be willing to allow someone else to pay for it? <laughs> How about if it was like this? How about if we set up a party like Cable Guy? And then we paid this chick to be really into you. And then while we're cooking you eggs the next morning, we tell you that she's a... A hooker. A, but she's okay. Because, she's a whore. Because we tested her out, and she was great. Take yeah. her for a ride first. Uh, I, if I was still kind of hungover and maybe a little drunk, I probably wouldn't care. But if I was still sober, it'd probably upset me a little bit more. Why? Uh, because, you know... It you, wasn't a dude? No, I'm not gay, all right? Stop. And I don't like chocolate, man. <laughs> what is that with anything? What is that? That was awfully racist out of nowhere. Homophobic and racist. Less manly, you're in the hideout. Well, I'm glad to find out that he doesn't like chocolate, man. I'm a white man. And I was wondering, if he's a, is he a top or a bottom? Bottom. Chunks the radio bottom. Oh, damn it. Sorry, bro. Would you be willing to uh, be a top for this man? Never. Of course not. Why? Why even ask? Oh, you're strictly bottom then. You no. don't. You don't. You're versatile. I like. I, I understand. Women. You don't. You know. I like. You're good at one thing and you stick with it. And I like women with boobs and feet and toes, long toes. Right, Men have feet and toes. No. Too. Not the same kind. Yes, they are. All right. How about we do this? Let's do a bit. How about Chunks sucks on some toes? No. Underneath a curtain. Like there's a curtain. No. And he doesn't know? He doesn't know what they are. That's nasty, dude. And we, we guarantee that you'll at least get one woman her toes to suck on. And uh, you just have to pick out which was the dudes and which was the chicks. 
No, that, that, that's all right. How about we do it between everybody here in the hideout? No, that's foul. And I think I've actually already licked everyone's toes in the hideout at some You've point. You've never licked my toes. What mine? I, I think so. talking about? Yeah, but I think the pizza crust... Uh, in our sleep? Hemorrhoid pizza crust is probably worse than licking your toes, doves. You've done some disgusting stuff. No wonder no woman wants to sleep with you. That pizza crust actually wasn't that bad. I'm not going to lie to you. You know what? I could go for some pizza right now. Yeah, definitely. What was it? That Anthony's? That uh, Giant Brian brought us? Yeah. Man, that's good. That's a good one. Hmm. Jeff Arena, you're in the hideout. You know what sounds very delicious? Me licking chunks of toes while I bottle feed them. Ooh, oh, so much. <laughs> bottle feeding? You like that? No. You into that? No. It's Jeff Arena. It's a I nice know. hot chick. I want to hate that guy so much, but I can't. Jeff Arena sounds hot. I think you could have That's a, a hot love. girl. It's not a girl. That's a dude. No. I think it's between Jeff Arena and Denise the Peace for you. I say it's leaning more towards Jeff Arena. I think he has more interest in Jeff Arena than Denise the yeah. Peace. I'm not. Yeah. I... <sighs> what do you think about that dude, love? I don't. I, I don't. Uh, I'm. I'm just trying to play the songs, man. I'm not. I didn't do anything. What songs? Oh, I was gonna go for Tears for Fears next. Please don't. I don't mean to go off on a rant here, but. <laughs> the hell. All right, our buddy Chris is pissed at us. Why? He goes, dude. I'm paying 110 bucks a month for cable, and I'm just sitting here listening to the free radio every night. <laughs> He goes, I, uh... You better peel back at some of your premiums, then. He wants to hear Fred Rogers uncensored. I don't know if that can ever happen, my friend. I think that was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity if you're on RealRadio.fm. Although, I do want to see if we can... Beep it out? And clean it up a little bit? And re-air it for you. Because you missed out on some classic stuff. All right, Chunks, I'm sorry. I didn't want this segment to be about you, but Rachel called in. She said that she found you attractive because she has man-perm hair like you. Mo. What the hell? Where the hell did that come from? Mo. <laughs> That's our new call for you. Mo. Great. Mo. Right. <laughs> Randy, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, Randy. Oh, Jefe. What's up, buddy? You went back. Go back to Mexico, you beamer. All right. How dare he? And I know that I tells you always to call my phone and say that to me. That makes me giggle. Was that number one calling from the back room? <laughs> Mo. All right, we'll take a break. Do you see how racist society still is? No. No way. We've come so far. Speaking of which, 55 on tardblog.com uh, is pretty good. What's that? Uh, trouble in the bathroom. <laughs> Tard-blog.com. Take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Anthony, you're in the hideout. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, 
about making sure you guys are coming to Mago's tonight because the party is jamming over here at Mago's tonight. The Shane and Bird Show, one year anniversary party, and it is going nuts inside Mago's. Absolutely. We will see you down there, Anthony, as our buddies. It was technically from 7 to 9, but it sounds like everybody's keeping the party going. Yeah, it uh, sounds like it's still rocking pretty hard. Out at Mako's, our good friends, Shane and Burke show. It's their uh, anniversary party, and we say congratulations to those guys um, for all and of that And thank stuff. you. Yes, absolutely. Shane called in a little bit earlier. That was very fun. They've been great to us. I mean, we came in here uh, right when we uh, drove down uh, for their show. and. That same day that we drove the 14 hours from D.C., we uh, we, we walked... drove overnight, and then uh, right after we got here overnight, we went uh, over to the Shanberg show. We came right in here and actually had in uh, had a lot of fun uh, sitting in here with them. Dubs, I don't know if you saw this, but a uh, a House panel has approved the new steroids bill. Apparently, it's legislation that's going to set a minimum for steroid testing rules and penalties for the four major sports. It was rubber-stamped by a House committee. Now, it's based on the Olympic model. It's called the Clean Sports Act, and it's a drug testing policy for the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, and Major League Baseball. It calls for a two-year ban for the first offense, a lifetime ban for the second, and mandates five tests uh, per athlete each year. Wow. So well, they're, uh, they're working on important stuff over there in Washington, aren't they? Well, it's, I'm glad to see that they passed the steroid bill, uh, you know. Yeah, they got the, uh, the uh, they, uh, they had done ti- some important stuff. They had time to work on the steroid bill, so it's good to see that they've always, you know, they also balanced the budget. And they hadn't done that yet. That's still unfinished business. But the steroid bill's done. Nice. Okay, well, they had time to pass the steroid, at least... Work on the steroid yeah. bill. Yeah, they uh, they worked on that. Well, it's good to see they fix the uh, fix the educational system. No, that's still an upheaval. It's it's atrocious. They haven't fixed that, but they did fix. Oh, but wait a second. The steroids have... in major sports. Uh, they're working to fix steroids in the U.S. Congress. Well, I mean, at least it's good that they stopped all the American jobs from you know from heading overseas. No, uh, they still go over there. In record numbers, there's less and less jobs in this country. Okay, but see, they're working on a steroids bill. I would figure at least they've probably like saved the environment and they got all that together. No, no. I wish. I wish they would have thought of that before they thought of the steroid bill, but that hasn't been taken care of either. All right, so wait a second. They're working on a steroid bill. Have they... Fix this fake social security problem that they keep talking about? No, uh, they talk a lot about it, but nothing has been fixed because they've, I guess, been working on the steroid bill. I think that's what they've been spending most of their time on. Okay, so hold on. Uh, they're worried about steroids, and they're working on steroid bills mm-hmm. for baseball and football oh, and all the major basketball, sports. even hockey. Which is non-existent. But yeah, they they spent a few days on that one. Oh well, I mean they had time to do that. I'm 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 glad they read the Patriot Act and they're working all that out. Well, the... I guess they they never read the Patriot Act, maybe because they were worried about steroids for some reason. But they still have not read the Patriot Act. Okay, I'm a little disappointed. No, don't be, because there's no steroids in sports. Aren't you excited? Isn't everything great? 
Everything's roses right now. But because then, we don't have to worry about someone being too muscular. Okay, so now they've been saying they want to fix steroids because it's a bad thing for the children, right? Yeah, uh, I guess it's not as important as education? education. But you would think, I mean, it only makes sense that they would have fixed all the problems with education and, and you know. And teaching why steroids are bad. you think that would be the way to go, but no, they just want to stop responsible adults from using steroids something that does not hurt them one little bit i can't even but i don't I, I to me it sounds like we're like you were like we're in some real odd world where steroids are more important than a balanced budget uh american jobs going overseas the environment yeah reading the patriot act that can't be true well, I mean, obviously it is, because that was what was rushed through. But, hey, we're still worried about the children. We really are. We just don't care if they can read. No. But we are we are worried about their addictions. Did you hear uh, that uh, video games are now considered an addiction? What? Yeah, uh, a lot of parents are saying, uh, hey, my 12-year-old or 10-year-old has been playing a lot of video games, and now they, uh, you know, psychiatrists and everything are saying this is a legitimate addiction. Video uh, games? Yeah. Uh, one mother said that uh, the, the her child threatens to kill her or himself if, her par- if his parents stop him from playing video games. The psychiatrist told the mom, do not make him stop playing video games. Okay. Because it's an addiction, and he might try to kill himself. Why is everything an addiction in America? Why it, it, it seems like this is one of those American-only addictions. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think you'd find this in very few other countries. Very few. Like, I hear about a fast food addiction happening, and I would think only in America are there fast food addictions. You know what I hear more than anything? People saying, I'm addicted to the Internet. I need to be on the Internet for this many hours a day, or I just don't feel right. I've heard people, too, say, I'm absolutely addicted to TV, and they have to have TV. And I'm thinking to myself, this is an American-only addiction. You know, not only TV, but certain TV shows where people will be upset if they miss. And go through withdrawal. Yeah, withdrawal from a show. They They need to know what's going on in that show. I even saw a study not too long ago. This is true, where... Americans are addicted to cell phones, and they cannot live without their cell phone. Yeah, and what's odd about... Hold on, somebody... I got a call. <laughs> the funny part is you actually do have a call. Who is it from? Don't you worry about my business. You ask too many questions. Hmm. All right, people are saying now, uh, American addictions, ask chunks about his gay porn addiction. Actually, porn is... Something that people say they're addicted to. I would think that's bigger than an American-only addiction, though. I think that's a. I think that's just a dude addiction worldwide. Actually, my phone's ringing too. Yeah, hold on, I got a cell phone yeah. call. I'm not addicted though. And I, as Hello. I, as I'm staring at hey, the what's internet going on? too. Not much, man. Okay, we're doing a show. What are you? Uh, what's he? I hear somebody in the background. What's, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just doing a show. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just kind of hanging out, just talking on the IM a bit. Is uh, is a Hefe with you? I'm right yeah. here. You can see me. Is he? Um, is he? Does he know we're ditching him tomorrow night to go hang out? Oh yeah, definitely. 
All right, this uh, he sound- doesn't know, but he knows that right, this me and him are hanging out. Sound like a gay rendezvous. All right, cool. Uh, we'll just don't let on because you know I don't I don't want him scaring people away. Why would I scare anybody away? Wait, hold on a second. I got a call. Can you hold on? Dubs? Yeah, no problem. Hello? Go about your business. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on, man? What's hey, going much. on here? We're doing a radio hey, uh, show. Me and Dubs are hanging out tomorrow. You want to hang out? Yeah, I thought that I, was I'm sorry. Did I really have to take yet? my phone call. No, uh, we haven't deal. told Hefe about it. We're telling him we're all just going to go home and like, hey, relax and stuff. So okay, I can like hear you. Alone oh, I see you talking on so, your phone. I'll call you back. I got to get back to Dubs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to put a song in. Okay, cool. I hate being left on hold. Hey, what's going on, Dubs? Not much, man. Just uh, just hanging out. Not really hey, doing uh, a whole lot. Nothing important. Chunks is going to hang out with us uh, tomorrow night. So, uh, Can I go? Not say anything to Hefe. I won't. I won't say anything to him. Can I go? So the whole crew will be back together. Yeah. The, the three amigos. I want to go. Can All you right, hear I, me? I, Hello? It's, it's, odd that we, it's odd that we call ourselves the three amigos, but the one Mexican guy is excluded. What? <laughs> I, can hear, right. I can see you hearing laughing. I heard that joke. All right, I better get back to work. I hear some retard screaming in the background at me, so I gotta mm. pretend like I'm busy. That sucks, man. I hate working for dicks like that, you know. Yeah. What the hell? All right, all right. All right. All right I'll, I'll, uh, I'll call you later and make sure we're still on for tomorrow. All right, let it. All right, tip. Sit. Hey, sorry about that. I had to take Hold that. On. I'm addicted to my cell phone. I got a call. Hello? Hey, Hefe. Dude, I got bad news. You know, we're supposed to hang out tomorrow night. My throat's really kind of hurt, man. I don't, don't want to get anybody sick, so. I'm, I'm just probably going to take it easy. I thought we were going to hang out. We were going to go to Latitudes. Uh, yeah, you know, man. I, I, I'm not really feeling well, and I don't want to be dancing around getting everyone sick. You know, I, I'm not trying to be an ass, man. Seriously, I'm not trying, you know, I'm just letting you know. I'm trying to get out of it, you know. I'm not just trying to, you know. Oh, I'm no, I sick. mean, I want you to feel better if you got to feel better. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you know how it is, man. I, I apologize. Seriously, dude, because I hate canceling on people. You know all right, no I mean? problem. All right, well, if you got to feel better, you got to feel better. Uh, thanks, man. All right, bye. Ah, uh, my phone's ringing again. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, just calling back, uh, making sure. Uh, yeah, so Chunks is definitely coming tomorrow. Okay, but we got to make sure we do not go to Latitudes because Hefe is going to be there. Oh, really? What? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm good. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to get someone to uh, you know uh, take him somewhere else so we can go hang out with Russ from the Monsters at Latitudes tomorrow night. All right, that sounds good. Wait, uh, hold on. Chunks is calling me. Okay, well, what is that? I'm doing. Hey, what's going on? Hey, dude, I totally fooled him, man. Oh, really? Yeah, you think, I told him I'm sick or something like that. <laughs> I, I didn't tell him I was sick of him, hanging out with him. Yeah. I can hear you all! You should hear, you should hear what Doves and I were saying about him. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, wow. Well, I'll let you guys get back to your conversation. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, actually, I think Dubs hung up, so uh, I'm just going to go back to work now. So, uh, all right, I'll see you later. Yeah, later. Bye. I, I think my phone's done ringing halfway. Chunks told me he's sick. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I, I, I hate talk, to hear that. I talked to him earlier. I don't think he wants to go out and like yeah. get people sick and stuff. Something about his throat was hurting or something. Yeah. something. I don't know. I hate to hear that someone's sick. We'll take a break and we'll come back. I hope he gets better. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Sefe and Dubs Real Radio 104.1. 407 916 1041. 888 or start 1041. On your singular wireless phone. And uh, it's uh, you're in the hideout, by the way. Uh, if you click on Real Radio uh, Hideout, that's our AOL Instant Messenger, there's a um, little profile there. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Bateman has put up, per the request of listeners, our, um, pro- like our profiles on MySpace, apparently. Okay. Bateman, how many profile views do you have? Um, hmm. 
Because you could tell how many people have gone to your page to look and see how many times they've like looked at your specific profile. Yeah. How many do you get, Hepe? I'm about to hit 3,000. Nice. I don't know if that's good or not, though. What about you? Yeah, I know, I know um, number two and number one are both on MySpace. How many profile views do you have, number two? I think I'm up about 9,000 or so, but I deleted it once. So Good I started damn. over. <laughs> really? Well, she's a chick. They automatically get extra <laughs> views. Holy Christ. 9,000? I've been on my sp- since 2003. All right. Well, see, that's <laughs> why then. You're cheating. My my Tommy Bateman one is only up to like 526. How many do you have on your regular one? Um, your secret on. one. Your double <laughs> a couple sec- thousand. Your double secret probation one. The one with the real pictures of me. <laughs> All right, that's what you have a whole bunch. I don't know. I mean, I'll check. Chunks, what do you have? Like three, four? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's I, only when you and I go to post comments on his on his section. Mo, that's all we put. Mo, I think you'd Dude. love. Oh, look at this, Dubs. It's one of our friends, Lispy. Lispy, you're in the hideout. They just can't get it right, can they? No, that was intern number one this time. It's Lefty. Good. It's our. Yeah, I told him I was your buddy from Michigan, and he told me to turn my stereo down. <laughs> like you can listen. Like you can listen. Like yeah. you. Like you're listening to the show all the way up in Flint. He doesn't get how radio works, does he? This is one of our friends from. Um, one of our best friends, just from way back. We met him in the business in mid-Michigan. Yeah, Rusty's a great guy. Uh, Lefty, <laughs> he's actually one of my best friends, if not my best friend in the world. Other than, how you doing, Louie? Other than uh- Jay Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Larry, what do you, <laughs> what's your issue? You actually you called the other night and you got pissed at number two. What, Chunks? Hey, just want to say I haven't talked to you in a while, Lenny. It's good to hear from you again. How you doing, Chunks? What do you got, man? You actually wanted to tell us something real fast? I do. Well, real quick, I've gotten 25 views on my MySpace uh, Congrat- profile. Congratulations, Lefty. Pretty pathetic, huh? That's yes. pretty pathetic, Larry. So anyway, yeah, so here's the deal. You know I'm getting married a year from August, right? Uh, that was surprising anyway, but my, one of our great friends is taking the plunge, getting married. Yeah, she fooled me into it, I think. Well, yeah, you saw how it ended up for me. It ended up in divorce, so great. I know, I know. Maybe I'm following your footsteps. I'm all about the palimony payments. Right. So are you getting married yet, by the way? Huh? Are you getting palimony payments yet? Oh, you stop and just tell me your story. I don't need you to rub it in. Well, here's the situation. You know, you know, this is kind of an inside story, but I'll explain it the best I can. You know Lunchbox, uh, my best friend in the world, Hooper. I've known him since I was, you know, eight years old, whatever. Well, childhood I asked friend. Him to, uh, huh? Childhood friend. Yeah, childhood friend. I asked him to be my best man. Kind of went without saying. Well... Since I, we're both living in Detroit now, and we really don't see each other at all. So I asked him to be my best man. We go out that weekend a couple of times, hang out. It's a great time. And then since then, nothing. I've heard nothing from him. Did he give you yes a yes? Or he didn't give you a yes or a no on the best man Well, thing? no, he said yes, absolutely. But it's now been about two months, and I'll call him, don't get the phone calls back, nothing. It's like he fell off the face of the earth. All right, first of all, I'm very offended that I was not asked to be your best man. Well, see, that's, see, that's the problem I knew I was going to run into. Yeah. And i got to tell you, between you and me and everybody listening in Orlando, it would have been you regardless, but it was kind of an obligation to ask him. Yeah. First of I mean, all, gotta see Lenny's got to do what Lenny's got to do. Right. And I'll tell you this, Larry. I think it is a mistake <laughs> for you to get married, um, period. I think that you should not be getting married... You're uh, you're too much of a poon hound. You work in radio. You're one of these male models in radio, and I think it's a shame. And I don't th- I don't know if you should so much be worried about your best friend not wanting to 
Yeah. Or not returning your phone calls. Quit being a chick well, about it. Whatever, but I wanted to ask the two of you, Dubs, yourself included, if the yeah. two of you would stand up in the wedding. Yeah, I'll stand in the wedding. Yeah, uh, Dubs is in? Uh, no. I'll be there for you, Lacey. Thanks. I, uh, if I'm not best man, I don't want to do it. Well, I want, to be, I want you to be the interim best man. No, I'm not interested. Can you be the alternate? Can I'm you not, be the VA? I don't in, I'm not interested in being sloppy seconds. <laughs> especially some Fine. Especially Fine, some dude whatever. named Leon, all right? Whatever. So no thank you. I'll, right. do, I'll do it, Lazarus. All right, you will, Chunks. I don't want you anywhere near my wedding, Chunks. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's gonna you, end you in know, divorce if you stand Yeah, you could be a bus boy, you could make an extra twenty bucks. Yeah. All right. I'll tip you off. All right, Lester, we'll talk to you later. Actually you won't do it? No. You're serious. That's I'm serious. I'm not gonna stand I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stand up there and be play second, third fiddle. Fine. I'm your best friend, I'm best man. You tell that Hooper kid to kill himself and I'm in. Alright. And you may have already done that actually. Alright, then I'm in. I wouldn't know. All right, so you're in. Done. You'll be the best man. Yes. All right. Thank well, you. I don't have to throw a party, do I? Nah. Here's the thing. I want to be best man, but I don't want to have to do anything that's involved with being a best man. Let's Remind me to Vegas. never have you be my best man. Like you're ever getting married. I know. I'm not like Lucy over here. No. All right, Lenny. We'll talk to you. All right, later. I'm not going to be my best friend's groomsman. I'm best man or nothing. I'm not going. At every wedding I go to. Really? Yes. I would rather not even be standing in the wedding. I'd rather be in the pew. All right, Matt Albert says he only has 360 hits on his MySpace profile. <laughs> I wonder why. Maybe it's that big picture of uh, Ponch pointing saying, you suck, you homo. <laughs> that isn't getting you friends. <laughs> Idiot. DJ Develop, you're in the hideout. What's up? What's up, man? Uh, just leaving Mako's, man. Crazy down here. It was. So a... I tried to. I tried to get some hot chick to uh, tell you how it was, but she didn't believe that I was on the, waiting on the air for you. You know, so. Well, I will. Her loss. Yeah, exactly. DJ developers, our buddies from the Shannon Burke show, having their anniversary party tonight out at Mako's, and it just sounds like it was an insanely fun time. Yeah. All right. Bateman says his other profile had over twenty-three hundred hits. Nice. Space. And that was out, and that one you didn't even give out on the radio. No. That was just from chicks going, chicks and dudes clicking on No, your, it was all chicks. Your nudie photo. Shut it. Yeah, if, actually, if you look hard enough, you can find a naked picture of Bateman on the internet. Actually, I think I put it on the uh, the censored one on, the, on my uh, Tommy Bateman profile. Really? I think so. Let me see if in just this segment I reached over 3,000. Yes! 3001, the milestone. Mo. Oh, come on. Mo. You really are. Steve, Mo. Steve, you're in the hideout. Hey, J-Dubs. Yo. Hey, I find it pretty disturbing that you want Chunks to get with a man and do, you know, gay things, but I'm guessing that you like to watch him fulfill your gay fantasies. I don't know. What do you think of that? I mean, I don't like to watch, but I like to think about it at night when I'm alone. All right, hold on a second. Who came up with the gay rodeo? That was you. Gay rodeo was all you. I said that they ride each other like one of them was a buck. Like one of them was actually a bull. You said Actually, no. I said that. And you said roll them over. That one was... I'm My hands are clean of the gay rodeo. Guilty. I, I was just looking forward to seeing it. Hmm. But I did not think of that one. 
I think I thought of the one the night before. I thought the ass biting. That was mine. Hmm. Nothing more about this show, I'll tell you that. It's just two dudes. Sitting in chairs, talking about chicks. Trucks. Guns. Hammers and nails. Girls. Lumber. Strangulation. What is what? Oh. Idiot. Dennis? Dennis. Hello? Yo. Is this Mr. Dubs and LFA? Yes, it is. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? Great. How about you? Good, good. I just wanted to compliment you guys on your format and everything else. You know, you guys sometimes sound like TV anchormen, and other times you guys get analytical like a psychologist. It's very entertaining. Most times we sound like douchebags. Thank you. We sound like anchormen? <laughs> we sound like the two most retarded anchormen in the world. I know. If an anchorman sounded like me, I would cut his tongue out. And use it to wash many cars. It sounds like you already did cut the tongue out. No, I, my tongue's too big. Oof. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. I can't believe this show's on the radio. Fold another one. Cha-ching! It's the hideout, Real Radio. Oh, Zinger! I say! It's Real Radio 104.1. Hey, you're in the hideout. Half and Dobbs. It's our names. Feel free to come on in. Very simple to do so. It's on Real Radio 104.1. You pick up that phone. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger. Tommy Bateman handles that. You got good stuff, funny stuff. He sends it through to me here in the personal private in-studio Instant messenger. Technology is, um, we were talking about MySpace and just technology and addictions to cell phones and stuff. Yeah. I'm worried we're going too far. How so? There's a unique experiment that is blending flesh and machine to create a cyborg. And it's um, creating superhuman powers. Are you reading a script, or is it like an actual news story? News story. It's not like a movie script? No. And I'm stopping here. I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking. Have we learned anything from the movies? No. Not one little bit. Each one of these movies are prophetic in their own way. Like a Terminator. Is it really a smart idea to create a cyborg after you've seen the movie Terminator? And it's getting superhuman strength, like Terminator. Yet we are a country that elected a... Terminator. As a governor. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that uh, I always look at and said, there was a movie about this. Obviously, something is supposed to happen with this. Why would you bring back... Uh, rocks and all this stuff from Mars, and there could be like uh, a virus in it that wipes out the entire population. Some sort of a bacteria. Yeah. And then that's it. By the way, does it you you think that War of the Worlds looks good? You know, it looks good. I don't know if it's going to be good though. It just looks like another Independence Day. Yeah, I liked Independence Day. The, first, the you know, but there's been so many uh, bad end of the worlds since then. There's been the uh, you know the uh, day after tomorrow, 
which was the typical end-of-the-world movie. But don't you think that we should have learned something from that, even about the environment? Do you remember when that thing first came out? Uh, Al Gore was actually telling people, you got to see this movie. It, it's It speaks the truth. And everybody called him a nut for it. I even saw this preview for a new movie, Stealth, mm-hmm. where I can totally see it happening. Because they're saying, well, we create this... Uh, this airplane or this machine that's you know for the air, for the air force that can fly on its own so that we don't lose any human lives it makes yeah. sense but then it goes rogue it gets struck by lightning i suppose and it goes rogue what a hack and then it like ends up destroying stuff that yeah that i think they showed the preview for that before star wars when we went and saw it yeah and who was in that movie there's a jamie fox jamie fox goes from he goes from booty call to ray to star fox Actually, it's stealth. Yeah, but we just got to call him Star Fox from now on. That's the that's the Jamie Fox from the Jamie Fox show days. Yeah, that's one of those. He's cashing in on the Ray and you know trying to gather up all that money. All right. I can't blame him though. I would do the same thing. All right, Focus Lee says, "What about Matrix? That's along the same lines as uh, Terminator. Yeah. Essentially, Terminator later, because the whole thing about Terminator was the cyborgs and the robots take over." So now you got them taking over. Yeah, and then uh, that's where kind of the matrix, you know, picks up, where it's humans versus robots and machines. And, and the machines have already taken over. And they win. Yeah. Minority Report is one because I'm sure at some point we're going to be able to arrest criminals before they actually commit a crime. And Demolition Man. We're getting close to that. Yeah. How close are we to a reality show? I bet they already have some of those, like in Australia and stuff, don't they? No, Demolition Man was uh, was the one. Oh, I'm thinking Running Man. Yeah, Running Man was great. But Demolition Man was where they had uh, Taco Bell being the food of the future. Okay, but that one was prophetic because that one it was Arnold Schwarzenegger Library. Because yeah, he was president. Because he, yeah, because he uh, was president and... Uh, um, Sylvester Stallone was just amazed by it. And that was supposed to be a joke in the movie. And it's real. Everybody laughed at that, like, oh, yeah, like Arnold Schwarzenegger would ever hold office. I don't think we've learned anything from these these movies. And they're all coming true. I don't know about this iRobot. But you notice it's all the same thing where technology comes back to bite us in the ass? Well, that's how it usually works. You know, you get so so advanced that you uh, put, you know... You know, the uh, it's like, you know, the the teacher getting his ass whooped by the student. Like Star Wars? Yeah. Hmm. All right, one more story related to the movies. Transplantation of the human face to become real in the near future. Did we not learn from Face Off? No, Face Off. The good guy won, at least. If you could I'm get a face... his face off. If you could get a face transplant, who are you getting transplanted with? Like, well, not, uh... Here in the room. Here in the hideout. Bateman. Yeah, damn it. I go Bateman, too. Imagine a 6'2 Bateman. Instead of a 5'2 one? What are you talking about? I already am 6'2. <laughs> Gonna take his face off. He's a peach. That was an awful movie. I have it. I own it on DVD. What? You want to come watch it later? No. 
I'm gonna go to ba- I'd rather go to Bateman's house and stare at the wall. Why? We can watch Caster Troy and Pollock, his little brother. How awful is Travolta? He did one good movie, Pulp Fiction. One. Think of his other body of work. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something else. He's. We've got Look Who's Talking. Which, by the way, I watched the other day because it was the only thing I could get on network TV. Um, Saturday Night Fever. No. Which was actually not bad. No. No, thank you. It was made before 1980, so therefore no good. What else did you have? Uh... I liked Welcome Back, Carter. I loved that show, but it's not a movie. Grease? No, thank you. Gotta take his face. What number one? Off. Urban Cowboy. No, thank you. Weak, hack, Michael. Oh, come on, are you Michael. even you paying attention? <laughs> How has a man become so famous and so popular to the point where he can buy jet planes? And he's had one good movie. Ladder fifty-seven. That was sixty-seven. That was Passenger fifty-seven. It's not. La- it's not. Not 67, I know that much. 47. 42. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, he's got jet planes. You're an ass. Bateman said, he gave me a link on the AOL Instant Messenger that said Travolta's resume. Link to (laughs) tardblog.com. Although it is close. We'll take a break and come back to Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Come on. You're back off of uh, bumper duty music. Manitor Metallica coming at you. Manitor Metallica! Get ready. It's one. Metallica. Lansing's Rock Station, Q106. <laughs> Welcome back into the hideout. I'm Hefe, that's Dubs. Real it's be the Q. <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. Oh man. Um four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one star one oh four one on your singular wireless phones. Since we're introducing you to our radio buddies, and they've been a part of the show up forever. They're people who originally we uh we wanted to be a part of the show, but for certain reasons they either declined or didn't feel like moving or whatever. And now we're here in sunny Orlando and they're stuck in Michigan. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> um, this is our buddy Shafey, Shafey.net. We worked with him back in the old days in Lansing. He did a show called The Skank Shift. He's uh, he's managed uh, Sabu uh, wrestling-wise. He's a musician. He's an artist. But more than, more than anything else, he's a sports enthusiast. And he's here to talk sports from Shafey.net, S-H-A-F-F-E-E. What's up, Shafey? What's happening, man? Enjoying a beautiful Michigan uh, spring day, 76 and cloudy. Nice. All right, please. Nice, nice. You got sports you want to go over with us. What do you have, my friend? Yeah, I want to go through some stuff with you guys. Ready? Yeah. First installment. Okay, earlier this week, you guys are well aware that with just a 6.3% chance, the Milwaukee Bucks 
won their first NBA lottery and will pick number one for the first time since 1994 when they selected Glenn Robinson. Word is right now that they're really seriously looking at picking up Marvin Williams, 6'9", small forward. He was a freshman on the national champion North Carolina Tar Heels this year, averaging 11.3 points per game. We're going to wait till the draft to see what they actually do. But speaking of the Milwaukee Bucks, since they did win the lottery, you may think this is garbage. This is a legit story. There is an organization run by a, an individual named Scott Schulte in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, that is trying for the first time ever in sports to use the same name of the basketball team with a different meaning. Of course, the NBA has seen it before. The Washington Bullets became the Washington Wizards. Mm -hmm. The Bullets were too violent, whatever. They changed to Wizards, okay? The Milwaukee Bucks, if this group who is getting a petition signed right now, if if this guy has his way, the Milwaukee Bucks will now be known as the Milwaukee Bucks, only instead of having a an animal on their jersey, it would be dollar signs. Since they won the lottery, they want to be the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, so there's actually, now, is this, can they pass this? Does he own the team or anything? Is this something legitimate where it could happen? The organization is called Get Da Money, G-E-T-D-A, and then money. And uh, they're proud to be rich, and they think that now that Milwaukee, I don't know if they're known as being a rich town. I certainly wouldn't think so. But since they won the lottery, they want to still be the Milwaukee Bucks. And so far, uh, over 2,000 people have signed the petition to have their uniforms changed from the animal, the buck, to the dollar sign. So where are they going to run around? And, like, the mascot's going to be, like, Richie Rich, and they're going to have, like, a little dollar sign? No, it's going to be Penny from the uh, Pee Wee Herman show. All right, right, here's what I want to see if they're going to do this. I'd like a fight to the death between Penny and Richie Rich. Somehow I think Penny would win. Really? What else you got going on? Isn't Penny from uh, Inspector Gadget? No, no, that's another Penny, but there was a Penny from uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse Playhouse where she had pennies for eyes. And she was claymation. Yeah. What else is going on, Shafey Sports? Well, this one goes overseas. Speaking of millionaires, Britain's former sports minister, Kate Hoey, condemned on Wednesday of this week the decision to grant a millionaire Premier League footballer, which is a soccer player, of course, state funds to fight a charge of spitting at a young fan. He plays for the Bolton Wanderers. He's a forward. His name is El Haji. Well, El Hefe is close enough. Okay. Diouf. He earns 40,000 pounds, which is roughly $73,000 a week. He was granted legal aid after being charged with spitting at an 11-year-old fan during a match in November. Okay, here's the, here's the, here's the big point about this story that I find interesting, J-Dubs. Yeah. Someone is making $73,000 a week to play soccer. And the other thing that's odd to me, too, is the fact that the dollar is roughly worth half a pound, it seems like. If it's 40,000 pounds equating to $73,000. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, that's probably about uh, there right now. Uh, is it worth half or is it worth double a pound? It's worth a little more than half. God damn, man. Do you have you ever been to England? Have you ever been overseas? No, I've never been overseas. I remember going there. Have you been chunks? You've been overseas? Yeah, last year I went over there. What'd you do over there? Well, I just walked around, but uh, the pound was pricey. It was basically like twice of our twice our dollar. Is it really? Yeah, I mean you'd pay six dollars for a burger over there, but it would really work out to be about eleven dollars American. 
God damn, yeah. man. What's going on? Our money they're is worthless. Pounds. Essentially, they're, worth, they're worthless, the money that we got now, the U.S. dollar. And so he's getting legal aid, though, for spitting in somebody's face? Yeah, an 11-year-old fan, man. And this dude, he has denied the disorderly conduct charge. He will not have to pay his legal bill, whatever the outcome of the trial, because he's getting public aid. Let me ask this you. This guy makes $73,000 a week. Is there anything more degrading than spitting in someone's face, Jerry Dubs? No, I think that is. Or, you know, maybe an open-handed slap. Spitting in an 11-year-old's face. All right, sometimes 11-year-olds deserve it because they're yeah. animals. Maybe you hadn't seen the video of the kids in Florida who are uh, yelling at bus drivers. I think. Hey, man, spitting on an 11-year-old's face is illegal no matter what kind of spit we're talking about. Is it really? Is that battery? I think spitting so. Spitting on somebody's face, that is assault, and it's disorderly conduct. Come here, Chunks, I'd like to assault you. What's the other story you got, Shafee? Anyways, there's another point there is that this guy's getting public aid. He does. I was wondering how you guys feel about that. Should the rich have to pay, or should public funding be available for everybody? I think it should be available for everybody. Of course. It always seems that the rich are always uh, severely downtrodden, and the rich are always being attacked. And if there's anything that's... Uh, if there are any people who are oppressed now, uh, according to Fox News and Republicans and conservatives... It's the rich. Especially the rich English people. And we should always protect the rich. And I see that we're doing that very well here in America by eliminating things like the death tax and and, uh, and this and that. So obviously we have to protect the rich because without the rich, um, we'd be happy. Well, and the funny part is is the aid isn't automatically granted. You apply for it. So this guy who's 24 years old, by the way, took the time to apply for it. Oh, Maybe he comes from a rough upbringing. He knows the value of a dollar. What else is he going to do? He plays soccer and he collects a lot of cash. Of course he has time to fill out an application. What's your last thing, Shafi? We're up on All the right. Board. Speaking of uh, rich people, this one gets a little bit off the topic of sports, but uh, we are on radio and we all work in radio, the three of us and everybody else that's there. So here's a, a radio story for you actually from my hometown here in Detroit, where I'm at right now. For months before she was fired, I don't know if you guys heard about this, former country music DJ Aaron Weber complained about serious allergic reactions brought on by the odor of a co-worker's perfume. I remember when we all worked in Lansing together, there was an individual there named Andy that had uh, the worst body odor in the world. I'm sure if it works for perfume, we could have made uh, something. Just listen to this. Huh. On Monday, following the Detroit federal jury's decision in her favor, Weber got a whiff of the sweet smell of victory, a $10.6 million victory. You know, th and this is a clear channel station, I believe. No, Infinity. Infinity, uh, yeah, Infinity Station, I believe, which they yeah, just got... The, the award and verdict against Weber's former employer, Infinity Broadcasting, which owns the Detroit radio station she worked for, WYCD, it's Young Country, 99.9, .9, came uh, eight days after deliberations by an all-female jury. Now, the award compensates Weber for past and future lost wages and benefits and for mental anguish and emotional distress. The jury says that Infinity discriminated against Weber because of a disability caused by her allergy and retaliated against her for filing a complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Yeah, now, hold on a second, Shay. Now, this is like the second uh, lawsuit hit, big one. Uh, in the last like two or three weeks with Infinity, because they just got sued over the uh, the Eagles, uh, the Eagles uh, broadcasting 
What were they to sue for? YSP. Oh, that was actually, we ran a bit on that. Yeah. It was... Um, oh, yeah, in the handbook. The sales handbook. In the sales handbook, it, uh, it uh, encouraged uh, African Americans to not wear Afros or African clothing when going on sales calls. And they got sued for that as well. <laughs> yeah, no African clothing? Yeah. I, I forgot about that. All right, so it's not, it hadn't been a good few... I'd say two or three months for Infinity Broadcasting. <laughs> and trust me, it's going to get a lot worse for him uh, before the end of the year. Um, Infinity's uh, attorney, Daniel Tuchel, is expected, or he said by telephone Monday in an interview that he was uh, deciding whether to appeal. Weber's attorney believes they will appeal. And he says, although he expects the case to drag on, she's a trooper. She'll hang in there. So can she not of course work? she's a trooper, right? Can she not work in radio? She got how? First of all, no quote unquote disc jockey will ever make ten point six million dollars in their life. And another no, she thing was is sixty six thousand dollars a year, uh, which was two to three times less than what her male counterparts at the station made. When you're a DJ, especially a music DJ, you don't have to come in contact with people. So if someone is wearing, you know, uh, perfume or something that you don't like or it gives you an allergic reaction. You aren't in the same room with them usually. You're just coming in, doing your shift, and leaving. Here's a little no, note. She's saying that the girl before her in the studio, the perfume was so strong that even after she had left, it lingered in the room, causing an allergic reaction. Ten point six. There's no way she's going to keep this money. Here's a little known fact, by the way, buddies. I um, auditioned at that radio station, Young Country. Oh, did you? Ninety-nine point five in Detroit, Michigan. You're and a whore. I, You'll go anywhere. You shut it up. Country I, talk, rock, wherever they sign the check, you're there. I uh, I actually got the job, and when I was supposed to come in and begin training, the guy who hired me got fired. So I never ended up working there, which I believe is fate. Because I then eventually got the job at Q106, where I met the two of you guys, J Dubs and Chafee. Wow. This was, otherwise, if I had, if that guy hadn't gotten fired, who knows? Maybe I'm winning ten point six million dollars. You know what? I don't think uh, Infinity has to worry because they just won't pay it. Yeah. Well, Dubs, you have a thing about that. You know, FCC fines. No, we just won't pay it. They they, they do a whole uh, whole thing about that. Chafee, we're out of time, my friend. We're way up on a break, but good job. Nice first installment. Of sport. Yeah, check out Shafee.net again. If you could plug that later, I'd appreciate it. And Sabu, I represent him live on pay-per-view, June 12th, ECW's one-night stand. Thank you, guys. Peace. Uh, there's our brother, Viva, Shafee, Shafee.net. Once a week, we'll check in with him. How about this thing? Two sports stories and a radio story. <laughs> I like he that. He came in to do sports, but he snuck a radio in there. That's him. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. A lot of phone calls lit up. People want to chat. We'll do that, too. It's Thursday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1, and I am El Jefe. That's J Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. Tommy Bateman, I saw you on the phone over there just talking. You're having a good time. And giggling and laughing and like having a blast. Like a schoolgirl. What was that about? Uh it was just somebody asking him martial art question. And he enjoys the show. He's sitting back um smoking some ganja and enjoying the show. Oh, is it the Jamaican dude? Yeah. I wanted to get to him, but we're in the middle of sports, so. Yeah. Do you think he's real? I think so. He wanted to ask about fighting stuff, right? 
Uh, yeah, he wanted to know where I trained here, and I said I don't have a place here yet. Yeah, we need to get you hooked up with a training place here. Yeah. I'd really like if somebody could help that out. No karate. Mixed martial arts. Yes. What's the difference? Nothing. <laughs> Shut up. Just the name. <laughs> I like how he just does that and just has this little smirk on his face. Kojak, buddy, what's up? You're in the hideout. Kojak. Hey, Kojak. Oh, hey, how's it going? Good, boy. Um, I was uh, referring to Chunks' comment on uh, Tards recently. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, that kind of pissed me off because my brother is retarded, and I didn't really like that. See? That's what I'm saying. You're hurting the feelings of family yeah, chunks. members. Chunks, you're awful. How well, dare you? Well, well. Well, anyway, I was just calling to say that, uh, Chunks, I want to straddle you. I love you. Straddle? He wants to straddle you. Hmm. He wants to show you his hatred or love. Well, that's a fine line. Dr. Eggman, you're in the hideout. Hello. I would just like to ask you guys a question about that hedgehog. All right. He had a question for us. Why would you cut him off? At the point of the hideout is that you can use fake names. I don't mind that. Don't use stupid voices. And if you're going to, make sure they're funny. Yeah, dudes. How did Maddox get in here? What the hell is that? That's why I, I thought that was Maddox the first that called in. Dude, I miss Maddox. Where's he been? By the way, where's the hideout engineer Tony? I got wires sticking down down here. Yeah, I feel, been... like, I feel like I'm going to get electrocuted. Like, there are wires underneath this console. I keep touching it, and I'm like, this is going to electrocute me. He never really? fixed any of the problems that are his. Yeah, he, uh... He'll call and tell you about him, but he won't actually come up here to the fourth floor, maybe because his heart's bad, and uh, try to fix it. I just wish the hideout engineer, Tony, would do something to correct all of these problems. He's just a snuffleupagus. Why be so mean? I'm sorry, but, you know, if you're going to be the hideout engineer, help out the hideout. I mean, we have Tony. a specific engineer. Yeah, we have Tony, Tony Pigs. Our hideout engineer, and he will not fix anything. And especially when there are wires dangling where I could easily get caught up or rip one out and, like, knock the whole station off the air. You know, I'm kind of glad he doesn't come in because he'll probably just have, like, ham sandwich all over the council. My guy's a walking deli tray. He is a big dude, but there's no reason to attack him that way. He's just an engineer. He's a hideout engineer. He's our own personal engineer. It doesn't... I don't think it matters if we have our own engineer if he's not going to do anything. Hideout hotline. You think it's funny? You think it's funny making fun of me? We aren't making fun of you. You're making fun of me with my ham sandwich. I happen to enjoy a nice ham sandwich on raw bread. Is there anything wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with that? what kind of bread? Raw bread. Oh, I, I gotta watch my figure. I'm, uh, but you, I have their wires down here, and I'm just worried about the wire. I know you're worried about what you're gonna eat for your bedtime snack, but that's what's mean. Why is that my problem? Maybe you want to leave the console, making little cell phone calls. Ah, uh-huh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Call the cell phone. Call the cell phone. Well, you put wires out yourself. It's not my problem. It's your problem now. Well, you're the hideout engineer. You're supposed to get stuff done. I don't give a damn. It's supposed to be your problem, not ours. I don't give that's a damn. What, that's your job. Not my job. Let me do your job. You're the hideout engineer. That's not my job. And why are you listening to smooth jazz and not listening to the hideout? Because. 
because I don't need to. I do whatever I want. Those why is your problem. I hope you touch them. Hope it, hope it burns your ass. All right. Call to solve problems, not to create more. Unprofessional you are. Delroy, you're in the hideout. Hey, man, how you two guys doing, dear? All right, this, this is the uh, Jamaican, buddy. Yeah, man. All right, this is, you're not Jamaican. Yes, man, how can you say that, man? I guess it's too forced. Tommy fell for a fake Jamaican voice. Uh, it wasn't chick, man. It wasn't a chick. I wasn't really listening. Hmm. Tony, you're in the hideout. Tony. Hey there. How's it going? All right. Is it just a bunch of bad? Is this a bad voice segment? It is. You know what? You know whose fault it is? Tony's. Intern number one, mm. who's on the phones right now. I thought you were going to say Tony the engineer's fault. Because I think everything's his fault. Number one, what's the problem? I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying. <laughs> I'm I'm doing what I've been trained to do, and these guys seem legit. I don't know why you dumped that last guy. He seemed what? awful. No, so he's a listener. Not all listeners deserve to be callers. He wanted to hit chunks with an electric implement. I thought that was funny. All right, maybe that is funny. All right, get the line. You see the special lines ringing. Number two, you're my favorite. <laughs> Congratulations. I liked that number one until a couple days ago. You turned on him pretty quick. It was when he called Bateman a noun verb. He you called... don't like noun verbs. Noun verbs aren't nice. William, the Chinese guy, you're in the hideout. Oh, you're so sorry. You've been doing bad voices. You're listening. Oh, you're so sorry. You're okay, so tell ready. All right. <laughs> Why is that funny? You say my shirts are ready? <laughs> no, nah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> what is it? What I is... think he was going to bring up some Chinese food. Way to go. Thanks. I, that's just offensive now. What is all the fake voices. We had a fake Jamaican, fake Australian. Mo. Fake Chinese. What's going to be the fake uh, next one? Fake Scottishman? Fake black man? What's going on here? I don't know. Whatever. I guess whatever number one puts through. A fake Italian? That's Chunks. Yeah. There's nothing authentic about Chunks. His loser, dumb. 407-916-1041, Don't encourage it. Star, well, I mean, Star 1041 <laughs> on the singular wireless phones. I mean, it is a talk show, and people are welcome to come into the hideout if they want to. Yeah, but you know what's coming next. What? I would hope a decent quality phone call about something that's important and going on in the news, or in our lives, or even people calling to ask for advice. I'd like to know if anyone will go with me to see Jeff Corwin on Saturday. Uh, you keep talking about Jeff Corwin. Who is that? He's on uh, Animal Planet. He's like a Steve Irwin type guy. Where is he? Cypress Gardens. Really? Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, you're in the hideout. Hello, Hefe, Doves. How are you doing tonight? I just want to say that that nice boy Corolla's been very good on air lately. His name is Chunks now. No, it's Corolla. Are, 
This is another bad voice. No, it's not. I think not it actually a... is Chunks. No, not at all. This is Chunks. No. This it's, is Chunks. Chunks, we, we can see you through the window oh, on the phone. I hate you guys. It's the Hideout, Row Radio, 104.1. The papers is some good video for you. Alright, you know, this crazy voice thing is just, uh, I gotta stop. Welcome back you, to the Hideout. You really aren't a big fan of that, are you? Real Radio 104.1. I mean, I don't mind if it's got, like, a point. The floodgates open, though. Hideout, you're on the air. Hey, F.A., J. Dobbs, great to hear from you blokes. This is the crazy Australian guy calling from Australia. Are you listening on RealRadio.fm? Hey, Royo, you know it. I'm here hunting gators. You know, wrestling them like I like to do. It's uh, quite nice down here in Australia. It's a good old time down here. Okay, Chunks, again, this is you. I can see you on the other side of the mirror. I don't know what you're talking about. I I'm can act- see you through the glass. I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm ducking down underneath the table. How can you see me? I see you right there standing. I see number one. I see number two. And I see you. I'm... I don't know what you're talking about. I'm I down see under. You. You're right there. <laughs> I'm down under. It's, it's you. Chocolate thunder from down under. No, that's not. <laughs> Damn it. Come on. I'm ducking in the console. That's awful. No. Yes. Yes. Why are you? Why are you still talking on the phone when you have a mic in front of you? I, I'm not sure. I, I shut up. I got confused. I beat it. I'm gonna throw you on the Barbie. Right though, no problem, mate. Bye. Cheerio. It's cheerio. That's the, that's it's English. Not even. <laughs> Christ Almighty. Bugsy, you're in the hideout. Hey, uh, I just started listening to you, uh, lunatics, the last couple of days, oh. but I just. Uh, yeah, I just left um, Mako's, and uh, I'm advising you that uh, at 11 o'clock, uh, get your asses there. I'll tell you why, because there's a number of people that have motorcycles there that aren't drinking that much, so you won't feel uh, like you're alone. Outstanding right. for the big Shannon Burke uh, anniversary party. So the party's still going strong? Oh, it's going strong. See, I've been I've been a caller to uh, the Burke Madness for the last year, and I'm you know of course I'm a Jimmy D basher. He's a homo, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I heard you uh, call and say you wanted to bitch slap him today. Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I wanted to ex- I wanted to extend my hand, and uh, you know I just couldn't go through with it, so I had a bitch slap to quit. <laughs> but, uh, can I you get... bit- can you bitch slap our uh, mo chunks? I'd be uh, while you're bitch slapping guys. Just introduce me to him, and, uh, you know, I'll bitch slap him, too. But I just want to congratulate you guys on being down here. But uh, get your asses over there. It's still going to be partying. Outstanding. Nice. Thanks, Thank Posey. you. Appreciate that. Mako's tonight with their buddies, Shannon Burke Show. Oh, man. I, I'm going to guess how to say this name. Takar? Takari? Yes. Who is this? Takari. How do you say your name? Huh? Takari. Yeah. What do you want? Beat it. Why are you so angry right now? These people are listeners. Let them talk. Let them at least get a sentence out. Here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not trying to be angry. I'm not trying to be mean. <laughs> and I don't know if it's chunks or what's going on. I don't think it's too much to ask. I say, hey, you're on the air. I even say names twice. Just, you know, just talk. Just having a conversation. Just talk. 
Huh? What? Listening to your buddies back in the background? Or the radio, whatever's on in the background? You're very annoyed today. I am. Can I tell you something that pissed me off today? What's that? So I'm overworking out. I work at it RDV. Yeah. And uh, the main reason I joined there is to play basketball. Mm-hmm. So I was finally able to get into a pickup game. Usually I hadn't been playing, but I'd said, ah, I'm going to go ahead and play a pickup basketball game today. It's so we play, and um, my team loses. And so it's time to sit down and wait, and so I'm going to have to wait till the next game. And so they're playing. You're supposed to play till 11. Mm-hmm. First one to 11. They decide midway through they're going to play to 15. So then I got to continue to sit there waiting. And I already sat for like 10 minutes. So now I'm thinking, Christ, it's going to be another 10 minutes. So they get to 15. Oh, we're done. So there's no team to play after that. So there's no one to play after. So I sat there for 20 minutes. Did you go berserk on them? No. I I should give it a couple months of you being there and feeling more comfortable. If that happened again, you'd go berserk on them. I was about to yell, hey, what happened to play until 11? What's this to 15 stuff? And I almost yelled at somebody in the locker room. About what? The same thing? Yeah. If you guys are going to play to 15 and not continue to play, let me know so I'm not sitting there like a douche for 20 minutes. Sitting there all by myself like the fat kid who didn't get picked. Wait, you were all by yourself? There wasn't even a team there for you to play with? even if uh... Well, usually it's two or three guys who sit on the side. Okay. And then whenever the losing team loses, then you pick up, they shoot for free throws, and you, you have a team of five. To play. Oh, okay. Sat there for 20 minutes going and singing out of my mind. And I was already tired because we've been up since 9 for the promotions meeting this morning. Like a big fat kid sitting on the sideline. <laughs> Can I get in? Yeah, every, Can I play? Every time you revert back to childhood, I think you have some very big issues there of like some things that happened to you sitting on the sideline, not being picked. And uh, in adulthood, you revert back to them quite a bit. You shouldn't have to be 27 years old sitting on the sideline Waiting to get into the basketball game. It's it, Any person would have had to, not even just the little fat kid. Why is I sitting there alone? Because no one else wanted to play. That's probably why they said, all right, we're done, because... We're going to go to 15. God damn it. You should have known right then that this is probably going to be the last game. But I had already invested so much time sitting there for 10 minutes. I didn't want to go work out and lift some weights and come back, and there he started a new game. So I went and I grabbed a couple of dumbbells and I'm sitting there while I'm watching. Were you really? Doing a few uh, exercises. <laughs> you must have looked so gay. Just sitting there, staring them down, acting like, you know, all right, when I get out there, I'm going to mess you up. Look at me. And I think about it. Maybe I did. We better not play another game or fat kid's going to want to play. <laughs> Fat boy over here is going to want to get in. I just don't want to play with him again. He stinks. Come on. I don't want him on my team, man. All right, put him on your team, and you guys will be skins. Buttery nipples are in the hideout. Hey, what's up? I just did a shot off uh, some girl's breast down there at Mako's. Nice. You lucky um, son of a bitch. Well, see, I'm, that was the only shot I did, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to because I'm a designated driver, right? So, <laughs> but then, like, things like that, you know, you can sue them for temptation, but I won't do that to run anybody's good time. But y'all need to get down there. I told them the hideout's going to show up after 11. Awesome. And uh, they said, uh, just go to the first bar, and you can do some off our breath, too. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you, Butter and Apples. I got to do a couple shots. Forget about not getting picked. 
play basketball. Yeah. yeah. When, you don't, when you don't pick El Jefe to play basketball, Alex Kong gets angry. Come on. He comes out. I thought we left that back. Ah. I thought we left that in D.C. Oh, me, Alex Kong. Me want to play. It wasn't like I didn't have bad enough day. I'm trying to cheer you up, man. Make you laugh. Have a good time. Jeff Arena, you're in the hideout. <laughs> this is for chunks. Ooh, baby, me, you ain't nothing but mammals. We could do it like we do it on Discovery Channel. Mo. It's your girlfriend, dude. Tell her to call you on your cell phone. Does she have that number? 703. All right, all right, please, 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 please. Is that Jeff Reiner or Denise the Peace? So what, how would you have done if they would have played a 14? I don't know. Better I'd, than, than playing I'd, I'd have played like I'd have played like MJ, like number 23. Take a break. He didn't even catch it. Side out. <laughs> Radio 104.1. He didn't even catch it. <laughs> Welcome back into the hideout, wrapping this one up on a Thursday night. It's Real Radio 104.1. My name is El Jefe. That's J-Dubs. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Vera, you're in the hideout. What's wrong, Vera? I'm breaking up with chunks. I'm sorry. Apparently you broke your heart. Dude. All right, Bateman wanted to get something off his chest. He wanted to do a little rant, a little bitch. Bateman bitches. What happened, dude? Have you ever gone out to eat and then never actually eaten at the restaurant you were at? Yes. That happened to me today. I uh, After the uh, promotions meeting, which I was extremely useful for. You, uh, you stop. you got to start being there. you got to be our voice. What? you got to be the voice. you got to stay on the top of those people so that we can get stuff done. That's like sexual harassment. All right, go ahead. So anyway, after the meeting, we did a little bit of work. I did most of the work. Chunk just sort of sat there. And we decided to go out and eat afterwards because he said he was paying. So we went to a local restaurant and uh, sat down and just kept sitting there for about, I don't know, 10 minutes before the waitress came over. And then I ordered a milkshake, and he ordered a Diet Coke, and about... 20 minutes later, the milkshake came half-melted, and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Your food will be right out. So about 30 minutes goes by. I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. And I start getting real mad. I, I even called Hefe, and I was like, this place, I, I have something to talk about tonight. This place is unbelievably bad. Now, now here's the thing i got to ask you. Have you ever been a server before? I mean, you know that these people can get swamped. Uh, well, it's because there's a new computer system, <laughs> so the food can't get cooked. All right, that's the thing I don't understand. Uh, computers don't make milkshakes. Yeah, especially melted ones either. So it was no good? No, it was awful. So we just sat there for like 20 minutes. Everyone else around us got food except us. That's so aggravating. And you always want to wonder why. 
I got here first. Why are they being seated? I got here first. Why are they getting their food first? Me and uh, uh, Bateman and Chunks went to a place when we first moved out here, and the same thing happened to us where I got my food, but it wasn't the right food, so I had yeah. to wait another half hour for my food. So I ended up waiting over an hour to eat. And Chunks tried to order, like, a burger, and he wanted to, I guess he wanted to, like, medium like rare yeah like we can only do it uh medium, medium well by law that's, no it's not by law that's medium. what they were saying yeah, that's what she said and then the other thing that pissed me off is she was being real nice about it so i couldn't be a dick to her she was like oh i'm just so sorry it's a half day of school and the new computer system and the managers blah 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 blah, blah. and we didn't even get the hot waitress either which just added insult to injury so finally, we just left. Uh, why is it everybody always wants the hot waitress? Because she's hot. Yeah, because she's going to be talking to you. It's not like you're going to have a chance with her. Well, it wasn't. Doesn't what are you going to do? Write down your phone number and have no, her call you? No, but you can, you know, just kind of. It gives you something to uh, think like, about before the meal. Think about getting it while she, in, you know. You're not going to get anything. I yeah, like, but you get to think about it. I dropped the silverware on the floor. I go, oh, I'm sorry. Can you pick that up? And then I stare at her ass. Yeah. I thought you had the ugly one. No, it, that's well, what you will do if you have a hot one. What number one? I once married my hot waitress. What? I'm not kidding. My friend, uh, Reverend of the Universal Life Church, married us. You're married? No, we divorced. Or I just left. You're so odd. He's just an odd kid. Isn't he? Very. So how long ago was this? A year and a half. You were douche chill. I don't, you are now, it's Deuce Childerone. Oh, wait, no, two years, two and a half years, thinking that. His really, mic's off. <laughs> creepy boy. Thank you. I don't, he's just, he's so creepy. So basically, I got a free milkshake out of it, a half-melted milkshake. Did you bitch? I was like, hey, we got to get back to work. We've been here 50 minutes, and uh, we just, we haven't got our food yet. And the manager's like, Oh, you didn't get your food? I go, no, we've been here 50 minutes. So uh, we just want to pay for our milkshake and uh, Coke. And, cause we need, I said we need to get back to work, which was really just a nap. But Did, did you drop the radio card? No, I didn't. But he just said, hey, don't worry about the milkshake and the Diet Coke. He's like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Now I wish we'd actually eaten the food and then left saying we hadn't eaten. Don't say that. What? Because I'm pissed. Oh, yeah. Why are you mad? Because I had nothing to eat. I was starving. And right as we were about to leave, I was playing with a ketchup bottle and sprayed all over one of my shirts. One of your new shirts? Yes. One of those brand new shirts that looks like a napkin? Don't you notice I had a different shirt on tonight than I did uh, at the promotions meeting? Uh, I thought it was just because you slept in the other one. No, I didn't sleep in the other one. Why were you so late to the promotions meeting? I wasn't late to the promotions meeting. That's beside the point. I had to eat three crappy burgers that Bateman had in the freezer, and I swear to God, you I ate to go three throw burgers. Up. Well, yeah, they're disgusting. I won't even give them to my dog. I gave it to your dog. What? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> well, you fell asleep, man, and she was coming at me, so I gave her what? one of them. Oh, okay. You gave her a, a hamburger. Yeah. Because it sounded to me like you said that he gave it to the dog. Yeah. And, and the waitress wasn't chipper. She didn't give it to She was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. But she's laughing. She doesn't feel badly at all. You know, she's just saying that. Don't you realize that's a tough job? That's a thankless job. I was a waiter for five years. Yes. I'm pissed you know off what? when I, I get the hot one. I did a lot of serving, too. And whenever my stuff, uh, I delivered something light or something happened, I expected to uh, at least give a discount or for free and for the person to be mad. 
that's all I, you know, I expected that because that's what I would expect from. The other thing was, like, she came up to me and she goes, your, your turkey club is done. We're, we're just cooking his now. And, uh, and then, like, 15 minutes go by and there's still no sign of food at all. And I'm like, we've been here for almost an hour now. F this place. I'm tempted to say Son, stuff. No, you're not. Sound like it was a very positive, productive lunch meeting. Power lunch with yeah. Trump's and Bateman. That'd over, be a great show. Over milkshakes. Actually, I might have somebody coming into town to do a documentary on us, where they just follow us around for a few days. That's going to be kind of boring. They'll be watching you work out and stuff. You're going to be watching me sitting on the sidelines, pissed off. That'd be kind of fun. Are they going to follow me around, too? Yeah. You Jeez. and Sadie. That'd be fun. Right, Make so her a star. Matt Albert says number one brought the show to a halt like Bits does. <laughs> <laughs> On the run of that show. Folded third. Also, if anyone wants to hit my MySpace profile, because I haven't got any hits for some reason. MySpace.com slash Tommy Bateman. Okay, we're not here to give out your MySpace. I'm bored. Book. I got no food. I ate a donut when I got home. What do you want from me? MySpace.com slash I'll have a seven. That one's the gay one. Yeah, Mo. What kind of loser goes on MySpace? <laughs> what the hell is that? What is number one doing? Hey, number two, let me ask you something real fast. Have you figured that kid out yet? Do you know what's going on there with him? I have no idea. He almost attacked me just now. Why? So, I, it was scary. <laughs> I saw he almost hit you. Yeah. What do you do that for? I don't know. He, like, he's He's been ultra quiet today, like sitting back in the corner. Usually he handles the phones for the first half of the show. And did he tell you that he didn't want to do them today, or what happened? No, he just, he kind of just came in and didn't do anything, so I was like, cool, I got the phones for a staff. And then he disappeared and for I about was... an hour during the pre-show meeting, and I asked him, what are you doing? He goes, I'm smoking. And I was sitting on a chick. He's talking to some chick, smoking. What's going on with him? I don't know. All right, now he's grabbing something. Looks like a taser. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you think that's funny? What are you looking at? That's not funny, alright? You can't pull out. He's just sitting there smiling like a jackass. <laughs> I think he's got a taser. Go. Go, get out. God. We're done with you. Go. Go, get the hell out of here. You pull that crap. He's now, not listening. Now all of a sudden you talk to him. Now all of a sudden you're trying to order him around. Look at, he's got a taser. Look out. Hey! Seriously, dude, get the hell out! Get out, seriously, go! I swear to God, I can't believe it. He's not listening. By the way, tomorrow night, Friday night from 9 to 11, open door policy, bring your own headphones, come hang out in the radio studio, and um, see what it's like. Uh, we had a fun uh, fun stunt for Chunks tomorrow. Yeah. A little variation of something we've done with him before, and it should be a lot of fun coming up tomorrow night. Uh, wake up with the monsters in the morning again. Congratulations to our buddy Shannon Burke and the Shannon Burke Show. The anniversary party tonight at Mako's, absolutely a blast. And people also, are still partying. Also, plan too if you're coming in for the open door policy tomorrow night. Bring your own headphones and plan to head with us to uh, Latitudes afterwards and, to hang out with Russ from the Monsters. And bring chicks. Yes, too many guys it will be turned away. It's also, a dude fest. Yeah. And um, after, of course, Shannon Burke Show, Phillips file. See you tomorrow night for a Friday night hideout. It's not the hideout tomorrow. It's the dude ranch. <laughs> Don't be ashamed of entertaining on Real Radio 104.1. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Taser. Taser. Taser.
kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes, I be smacking my hoes, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. Aye, 5,000.